When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Episode 222 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on June 22nd, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and your mom's up for parole soon. She'll get out. She stole that car, but it was a hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and some say justice is blind. But she's also insane and horny. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Greg LeGrow, and why are you buying clothes at the soup store? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have I've to- watched that thing a thousand times. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're at soup. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to talk about this week. Two of us got to watch whatever we wanted to this week while one of us watched Now You See Me Too. We'll now talk you about to see me also. Now two of you see two of me. We will talk about an album. We will talk about those movies. We will roll for an album next week, and we will also get into the third episode of the OC in mm-hmm. our OC rundown corner at the end of the of the episode. Uh, before we get to any of that, you can email us at info at modernsuperior dot com. Rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps out. And you can go to uh, all your friends in real life and tell them about us, as well as telling them that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Speaking of feedback, we got a ton of feedback this week. Yeah, it's been multiple uh... emails. Yeah. um, Multiple iTunes reviews. First one, Peter Moroda emailed us about Run the Jewels. Yeah. And also the Wicked and the Divine comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was an amazing email. So good. So good. Uh, I don't know what Run the Jewels is. Yes, you do. Other. Oh, all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've played mind. it for you when we were both working at the bar, the first album. It's uh, Killer Mike and yeah. LP. I remember something. Is there something with Zach De La Rocha? From... That's on the second album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember hearing that and thinking... Well, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Yeah, very good. Uh, I don't know. I think I like the first album more. I love them both. Yeah, yeah. they're both really good. The first they're album good. you definitely have heard because there's a song on there called It's a Christmas Fucking Miracle. I know I've played for you at least more than once. Yeah. And I think, I feel like if, if it's a thing that I'm thinking of that you played me at the bar, yeah. I think I really liked it. It's awesome. Oh, Run the Jewels um, is amazing. Yeah. 
Maybe like, I just have a really hard time taking Zach Delarocha seriously. <laughs> it, well, that was on the second but album. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a rite of passage. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> that his, band. No yeah. man, his one day as a lion. Yeah, EP, that stuff's cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. But I think everybody had that experience yeah. of being really into Rage Against the Machine, and yeah. then like getting out of college, being like, "Wait, <laughs> hold on, wait a second." Yeah. But I, but I still, I still hear like I hear Evil Empire, and there are songs on it where I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, that's a pretty dope song." Yeah, this song is ridiculous and yeah. terrible. This is bad rapping. Yeah. But I, I yeah. still listen to the self-titled album, and I'm like. I still love this album. Well, it's really good, and his guitar work is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, uh, phenomenal. And the bass player does not get enough recognition. No, no. He is fucking terrific. Yeah. And even the fucking third album, Battle of Los Angeles, there's some fucking sweet jams on there. There totally are. It's just I don't know why I can't take Zach DeLaRocha seriously. I just see him, <laughs> and I'm like, settle down. It's like Trent Reznor for me. Sure. It's like, yeah, when you were young, I get it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, either become a politician. You know, I re-listened up. to uh, the downward spiral a little while ago. I said that weird. The downward spiral, downward <laughs> spiral, uh, um, Belinda Sparlile. <laughs> and uh, wow, is that really something? Yeah, just just on a uh, uh, technique. The production listen, is it's ludicrous. Insane. Considering this is this is still everything to tape. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's, an, it's nuts what he accomplished with that. It's a, a quite a listen still. And I love his resolve. I love back then when he was working at a studio and yeah. they just gave him time at night. And oh, yeah. And he made yeah. amazing. Well, Fucking neato. What were at the time amazing albums now? <laughs> I question them. Uh-huh. Except yeah, Downward Spiral, I would say that is a legitimately great album. Fuck yeah. I, I don't think there's another album of his where I'm like, yeah, this is as good. Yeah. Oh, as good as that? No, I don't know. I quite like or that. The EP you know, broken, but silly. it's just five songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Killer Mike. Put out the rap music album. Then he wrote. Then it's like it's like he he hooked up with LP and was like, "Oh yeah, rap music. That was good." But check it out. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna fucking blow it out of the water. <laughs> so I think both Run the Jewels albums are better than that. Yeah, I agree. Because I remember hearing rap music for the first time, uh, the album, and being like, "Yeah, this is really good," but. I don't love all of it. Yeah. And then and then I kind of slept on the first Run the Jewels album. Everybody was talking about it, and I yeah. just never got into it. And then when the second one came out, I was like, oh, this is bonkers amazing. Yeah. I have to go get the first one. I'm like, oh, shit, this one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, well, I think I got into it on the first one, uh, old uh, heads up from Adam Wagner. I think yeah. That's where I got it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Totally. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for that, Peter. Have you read The yeah. Wicked and the Divine? No, I haven't. And uh, okay. I wasn't anywhere near a comic book shop this week. I was out a couple of days, and uh, my wife and I were both peeling around trying to find a comic book shop. So thanks yeah. for that suggestion. I am going to read that. Nice. And I will let you know when I do. Sweet. Oh, uh, last week we were talking about comic books. I cannot remember the name of the email, uh, the, the gentleman yeah. who emailed us uh, who was mad at me about uh, Behind Blue Eyes yeah. being in Angry Birds and was asking about a couple of comic books. I neglect I was so excited to talk about Constantine. He also asked about Walking Dead, which I did not yeah. mention. As a comic book, it is very good. It is very different from the show. Um... Maybe you're overwrought with how much of the show is just forced down your cable throat, uh, but the comic book is very good. It's not as good yeah. as Constantine or Preacher, but it's a very good read. Sweet. So it is worth your time as you in, if you're into comics. There you and go. it's very, very fucking different. <laughs> different than the show. Yeah. Yeah, and other comics. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All around different. Different um, story, characters. <laughs> different yeah, people yeah. did it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Patricia, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. I'm <laughs> well, we'll see. Patricia R left us an iTunes review. Thank you so much. She said that we make her Thursday morning train rides to University Bearable. Hearing stuff like that's why we do this. Absolutely, it's so nice. And mm-hmm. uh, was they were a, a lot of people 
um, mentioned OC uh, Orange County Relay. People, people are, are people are happy about yeah. that. Yeah. Peter Phillips, you emailed us about um, the Black Album. Uh, oh yeah, specifically I've... Casey's opinion about the Black Album. Yeah, yeah. the Gray Album, the Gray Album, which is the Black and the, the White. Yeah, album. right. Yeah, yeah. He Danger Mouse. That it's gonna, it's uh, something that's gonna make me angry. Yeah, I assume it? so too. I feel like you've heard it. Didn't you hear when uh, it was no, such a I big remem- deal? When I it came remember out. when it was a thing. Yeah, I just I don't think I ever heard it. it was like twelve years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. know where I was working. <laughs> so that's relevant information. Where were you working? I was working at Hernando's Hideaway. Oh, were you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was at the Flatiron and Firkin. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I came out, I was up in Stratford for six weeks trying right. not to uh, die of boredom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe that'll be a punishment album soon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, if, it's definitely... If I ever lose. It's, a, <laughs> it's something to talk about anyway. Yeah, yeah for it's, sure. It's certainly a conversation It was a album. big pop culture moment oh, yeah, for, for mashups. Yeah, look at the career well, of Gage wasn't, yeah. wasn't that like and, the first yeah. thing where everyone was like... It was one of the biggest mash-ups, ones. Mashups, yeah. are they? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, and then I, real I, quick, Oh, were you going to bring up I David a, Gunn? Yeah, yeah. I had another one here. Uh, got a great message from uh, David Gunn uh, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, has a, a, a beautiful fan theory about Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Or less a fan theory and more a complaint. Yeah. Completely understandable. His uh, complaint is that Chewie sees his best friend yeah. uh, gun or not gun down yeah, but, but business uh, partner yeah uh, <laughs> oh sorry spoiler alert yeah uh, his the pilot to his co-pilot yeah. uh, his his everything his world um, maybe they were that close we don't know uh, I feel like <laughs> yeah. they were he hugging, gets pretty upset they've been hugging yeah, yeah. in a prison yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so you know he sees Han die again spoiler alert um <laughs> Here's the spoiler, but also spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Retroactive. <laughs> if you don't know by now, then I don't, don't know have listened to that <laughs> yeah. sentence. Um, and nobody cares. Nobody cares about Chewie. Chewie yeah, yeah. He doesn't, nobody Leia hug doesn't him. react Leia, him no, at all. Leia hugs some fucking girl she doesn't even know. Yeah, uh, is consoling her. And to add insult to injury. Uh, now Chewie has to be Ray's co-pilot. Yeah, Chewie's been flying the fucking. Falcon. Yeah, he's still now. He's still in the seat too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's still the co-pilot. Yeah, that fucking big furry animal can't win. No. Yeah, terrible. So thank you very much, David Gunn. That made my day. That was uh, I was very happy to uh, totally. To realize Super that. awesome. They should have made him uh, the pilot and made her the co-pilot. I would have been fine yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, maybe they've got that extra Han Solo suit they have keeping the back there for when uh, <laughs> when Lando had flew the Millennium Falcon yeah. at the end of Empire and he's wearing Han's clothes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's really weird. <laughs> Is this okay? I put your stuff on. Yeah. I, uh, it fits. Not, uh, not, I wasn't sure I'd see you again. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to get the whole experience. <laughs> Is it a uniform? It's very strange. Yeah. They should make Chewie wear it, though. Totally. It's not, It's clearly not a uniform. <laughs> it's a vest, for Christ's sake, and a white shirt. <laughs> yeah, they should make Chewie wear that. He's been dressing up like Han again. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, thank yeah. you for that theory. Yeah, uh-huh. it was pretty dope. So good. Um, on a more uh, sad note, the first oh, no. piece of Horrible news. Note. Yeah. First piece of news to bring up is that Anton Yelton passed away after a like horrible accident. Yeah, crazy. Came, came out of nowhere. Yeah, man. Total um, freak accident. And yeah, totally one of those celebrity deaths. Like I started thinking about all of his performances. Yeah. You know, he was just in green room, but just started thinking back to. 
not only the major movies he was in, but the movies, you know, that... The small ones. That, he, I mean, yeah. He, he had a lot of sort of performances in other movies where you maybe weren't sure whether you would like the movie or not kind of deal. Like, he's amazing in Alpha Dog. Yeah. You were saying, Greg, Charlie yeah. Bartlett. Yeah, I love that movie. That's like, criminally underrated, Charlie Bartlett. He's in Bartlett. all these movies, and he's fucking great in them all, and you just yeah. think, oh my god, like, it's so sad. I remember when I first saw him, I was watching that. I think I was the only person who ever watched that show, Huff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a great show. Um, and thinking, and he just plays the son kind of thing, very tertiary yeah. character, uh, who gets a little bit more involved. And thinking like, wow, this is what all child actors should be. Yeah, and yeah. He was, he was like maybe 13 or 14 at the time yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But he was super engaged and super like um, not overwrought or anything. He was just right. He, he was playing a teenager, yeah. yeah, as opposed to a teenager playing, trying to play a precocious adult or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, it, it, I was like, this fucking kid is great, and I hope we see more from him. So when he started getting roles in like Star Trek and shit like that, I was oh, like, yeah. this, that's yeah. fucking awesome. This guy, I want nothing but good things for this yeah, guy. Yeah, totally. And then he got like this bigger platform, you know, yeah. in these big blockbuster movies. Um, but still stayed with the indies stayed with and, the did real, cool and did stuff. really interesting stuff. Really yeah. interesting stuff. And like his performance and like nice, cool characters, like supporting character yeah. in uh, uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. That is yeah, so where good. he played Eddie Vedder. Um, <laughs> so good. He was so, so good, good in that. And yeah. just like always, always interesting. I was yeah. always curious. And crazy 27. Yeah, man. Like for how long that he's been working and, oh, and I mean, he's been it's putting in these. body of work. Yeah. Like. And and he got a lot of press for you know oh you know actor from Star Trek passes away and stuff. But I saw a lot of people saying oh you know he was just hitting his momentum and sure that's true. But yeah, but I like already it an enormous already body of proved himself work. to be what a fucking actor and yeah. and gone way too soon. Yeah, it's so a huge, so sad. A uh, huge bummer. Yeah, unbelievable. Really yeah. depressing. Yeah, man. Really um, sad. Real bummer. And yeah, it's a uh, you know green room is still on my. Uh, top of my list of this year so far it's it's still my favorite easy yeah easy it's it's still (laughs) my favorite movie this year yeah Yeah. and everything that works about that movie the writing the visual effects the tone the direction but with not his performance at the center holding it together it's a really difficult thing to play that kind of lead yeah he does it as well as anybody could totally with and again and like i hate to keep like driving it home but like with very little like there was very little fat on his performances. Mm-hmm. You know, like he it was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. yeah. Like it was fucking great. He was an yeah. actor, not a movie star. Yeah. For sure. And I think and I respected that. And for him to die in such an unfortunate just Yeah. Like I, I don't want to say I don't want to say this disrespectfully, but what a stupid way for somebody to die. Oh, it just yeah, just like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like and, and he must have been like this yeah. This is how I'm gonna fucking yeah, die. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Yeah. That bums me out. Yeah, totally. Um, this stupid year, I just don't know. It's insane. It's ruthless. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say something. Now. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. yeah, really, really sad. Yeah. Um, so go watch some Anton Yelton movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I did see a lot of people from LA tweeting like. He was a movie guy. Like, he was one of us. He was out at the rep cinemas watching the cool, funny movies and weird yeah. movies and obviously had a huge passion for movies. And from what I can tell from the people that are tweeting about him, like... And, and I, don't, I don't like saying, like, 
oh, I watched his movies and I feel like he's a good guy. Because you don't know, like, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. people probably too, thought Mel right? Gibson was a good guy when they watched his performances <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. And then, sure, if I watched Lethal Weapon, yeah. I totally forget for a second. Like, eh, all uh, right. Yeah, no. but, but uh. from all I can tell, like, <laughs> it seems like when you watch his movies, you're like, yeah, man, like, this is a good guy and he's a fucking talented. And, like, everyone was tweeting about, like, like Kat Denning put something out because she was close to him and like oh he was so amazing and kind and stuff and you're like yeah definitely yeah, I get that yeah. I yeah. definitely get that from his performances yeah so fuck yeah brutal Tragic yeah, massive lost. bummer yeah man um so on to some news I wrote down some pieces here yeah uh-huh. I got a couple, a couple of little news and some trailers yeah One quick thing speaking of just sad or at least poignant things yeah um. Uh, real quick, did you guys hear that the CBC is going to be running uh, Tragically Hip's last? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's great. Yeah, I, it's I, a fucking clusterfuck for getting tickets in Toronto. Totally. I, I will everywhere. I went and looked at StubHub to see how bad it was, and the cheapest available ticket I could see at any well, in Toronto, the cheapest one was eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The cheapest one in Hamilton and Kingston were like twelve hundred dollars. Oh that's insane. That's the lowest there is. Yeah. We haven't wow. really, we haven't talked about Gord uh, since the news came out. I'm yeah. kind of like not wanting to, <laughs> to yeah. admit it, you know. But uh, yeah, it's too close to home. It's very difficult for us Canadians, uh, yeah, or American Canadians, as it were, for myself. If you uh, don't know, these he's the singer of the Tragically Hip. That's yeah, right. Gord yeah. Downey. He's uh, got terminal brain cancer. Yeah, they're uh, embarking on their last tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, Super close to home for Canadians, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, the most I, I, Canadian I man there ever was. Yeah. I don't know a Canadian who's who doesn't like the hip. Yeah, you know, like you can be like, ah, you know, I don't like, I don't like hip fans or whatever, or yeah. blah 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 blah. But everyone's like, but you know, this song's fucking dope. Yeah, like they, yeah. or this whole album is just fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's a crazy bummer. And we're gonna watch their last. Uh, I yeah, their their last show. I'm and glad that the CBC is gonna do that. that. I know it's yeah. gonna be good, Boy, but it's guys nice that the, uh, they're the gonna. Album? No, I, I haven't heard it yet. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I, I am happy that the CBC decided to do that because I feel like you know broadcasting something like that. And then uh, I'm assuming from there there on in, it's going to be available, whether it's on a DVD or whatever, like yeah. that kind of a broadcast or something like that. It's going to be like, here is this, yeah, this piece definitive of thing. definitive yeah. hip, you know, yeah. this is going to be around forever. And it's going to be something people can come back to again and again and again. And that yeah. makes me happy. And, and it will expose a lot of people who are because there is a, a large chunk of people who are like the hip fans turn yeah. them off. And I get that uh, to a degree. Um uh, but I was in a coffee shop uh, a couple weeks ago, and I walked in, and uh, uh, Greasy Jungle was playing, and, I, and the guy was getting my coffee. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm not, I haven't been able to listen to anything but the hip too yeah. since the news." And he was like, "You know, it's fucked." As well. He's like, "I'm just getting into them now." Yeah, <laughs> I was. I thought I was too cool for it in high school and all that shit. Yeah, and then you know the news came, and I started listening to it, and I was just blown away. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, they're a fucking amazing band. That, <laughs> that's the thing because like you hear. Sort of the exterior of the tragically hip is this sort of like boogie bar rock blues kind of band, yeah. And, and you're like, that is an element specifically or especially of old tragically, yeah. Hip. The EP but, and up to here, for yeah, sure, yeah, and a bit but, of road apples, yeah, but but not necessarily in a bad way. No. They they sort of came by it honestly and for sure. and, and made it. You gave 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 that genre an artistry, mm-hmm. but. 
to listen to how that band evolved oh yeah and and, and the way their sound evolved is is really an amazing and how good the late records are yeah like they're quite good yeah Yeah. um Bob Cajun is a fucking brilliant it's stunning. song. stunning. That song chokes me the fuck up now. Yeah, seriously. It's hard to listen to right now. Um, yeah. 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 If uh, you were to say to, to the people listening that don't know anything about the hip, one record to go to, would it be Road Apples? Well, I think I think Road Apples, but then, you know, it could be Trouble at the Hen House. Yeah, Road Apples is my first. Uh, it got me in because it was 91, and yeah. that's what I got into first. I, Day for Night would be a huge okay. Day for Night's big, but Trouble the Hennos is massive as well. But I, I get some of the late stuff like Now for Plan A is fucking stunning, yeah. And uh, In Between Evolution is a fucking great album too. Uh, but I, I'd probably go with Day for Night. That'd okay. probably be my like. That you're yeah. gonna be fine. You're gonna hear Grace too, and everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, because I'm like I'm with a lot of people in that I'm casually engaged with them, but I don't know their albums. Like I know Road Apples is like yeah. I've heard the album, Listen, and I know it's, it's one that people say a lot. Yeah, but I don't but know it. Back but no, I mean in and out. It's got brilliant things on yeah. it, but mm. as an entire album, I think you go. I, I would say Trouble at the Hen House. Yeah. Um, I think fully completely was my first. Well, yeah, I mean that's that was the, the biggest. One, yeah. That's one. the definitive. I remember yeah, my, yeah. my friend's dad had it, and I was like, yeah. "What's this?" Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's, it's good. But man. that one tonally is is not my favorite. Uh, it's got some great songs on yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's uh, fucking but amazing. But I think Trouble at the Hen House. Yeah, yeah. All right, but There's yeah, lots. I think Day for Night follows. If anybody by. goes and listens, if you're not familiar with them and you're just hearing the news now, we'd yeah, love to hear what you think. There's Americans. Check them out. Don't don't just pass them off as just some Canadian band. No, they're like they get a lot of REM comparisons. I think that's how people tried to be like, this is how you're supposed to listen to this. Sure. Yeah. And it is that, but the hip are more than ju- just our REM. They're our Springsteen, too. Yeah. yeah. And our. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. You know, there's, there's so much storytelling, you know, from Gord. It's the. Yeah. It's not just uh, a bunch of Canadiano. There's a lot of. Well, he's sort of like a storyteller and documentarian yeah. and uh, poet. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's one of the only people I'm comfortable using the word poet about. Yeah. Because I hate that word. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Man, aside from us, right? Oh, well, you guys are goddamn poets. Terrific album. His solo work, yeah. And his third solo album he did called The Grand Bounce is fucking awesome. Really good. Sweet. Crazy yeah. bummer, yeah. so still here, so let's not mourn. Yeah, let's yeah. try and enjoy. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I wanted to say, like, I want people to tell us, if you go listen, let us know. Yeah. Um, and leave our fucking gourds alone, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of great Canadian gourds. Yeah. Um, on the news side of things, I wanted to bring up the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming has grown from including not only Donald Glover, Michael Keaton, and Logan Marshall Green of The Invitation to also include Martin Starr and Hannibal Buress. Which is yeah. just like those crazy stacked cast full of like cool and funny people. Yeah. <laughs> like they already had me. But now they're just building a Spider-Man movie oh, yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Blows my mind. I'm yeah. so yeah. excited. I was so excited when I heard uh, Donald Glover. I'm like, finally. Yeah. And they're talking about how uh, he'll, you know, there's the, the the rumors because he ran for Spider-Man yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. back uh, back when it was a Mark Webb thing. Yeah. Um, and they're saying possibly that within the Spider-Man universe, they're going to include some of the other Spider-Mans. So they're the, talking uh, about him for... Um, yeah, that'd what's be the name of that? Miles Morales. Morales, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, idea. Uh, yeah, so the, they're talking about like 
it, it, sort of setting up the yeah. origin story for, for Miles Morales and, and maybe others. Uh, but Pretty cool. Yeah, so so we may get the Donald Glover yeah. Spider-Man that we wanted. Yeah, great. And with all these people, I'm excited to see like what kind of tone is this movie going to have? Is it going to be super funny? Is it going to be like really bright and cartoony with all these sort of big bold uh, uh, actors with <laughs> well, these you know it should be voices. Uh, the best thing about when I when I was heavy into reading Spider-Man the best thing was most of the comics were really kind of fun yeah. great action the, the art they yeah. always had to, the best it had to be but it was like always... top of the top artist to yeah. do Spider-Man because it had to be so alive yeah and, and it was really funny. colorful and and fun and funny. And yeah. then, so when they threw the dark storylines in, when you get Craven's Last Hunt, when you get the first Venom storyline, like they're fucking dark and they throw you it's off. It's jarring. Yeah, right. it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's a, so you need yeah. that like juxtaposition of For like sure. fun and then oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait a while before you get all fucking crazy. And, and I, I find have a couple fun Spider-Man. Do we have movies. a lo- we don't have a lot of comic book movies that do that. Like the Avengers and the and Civil War are like fun and bright movies, and they get pretty serious. Yeah, but I can't really think of a of a movie like that lately that has been like this is super fun and funny, and then oh shit! Like even the the Spider Man movies when when Webb was doing them with like yeah. the death of Gwen and stuff. Yeah, that's that got pretty serious. But I I. I I haven't seen a movie that does that whiplash effect. Well, it's because mm-hmm. they still don't really know how to tell the story. Either it's serious or a and it's, story. Yeah. It's too much of like, well, this bad guy is going to fucking blow up the world yeah. and ship it a doop, and here we go. <laughs> and it just doesn't really have, like, they, they aren't written like stories. I know, yeah. I know it's comic books and it's not, it's lighter fare, shit like that, but you've got to, eventually this has yeah. to become storytelling and yeah. not just check out the costume. Totally. Although I do appreciate how good the costumes are. It looks get. dope. It's pretty Most, cool. <laughs> those, not those X-Men costumes. Yeah. No good. No dice. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh-huh. I wanted to bring up that uh, we rip another... Alongside Kevin Smith, we rip all, rip on a lot of people. Yeah. One of those people that we rip on a lot is Eli Roth. We yeah. did it last week. Um, yeah. yeah. But he is now... Oh, now mainly, mainly we do that, though, because he's terrible. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's now attached to the... Uh, uh, Death Wish remake with Bruce Willis. The directors of Big Bad Wolves have left, and uh-huh. he's kind of jumped on. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he was on Meg forever, and he jumped off that. So you know, yeah. he's known for being like hop, skipping a jump on yeah, all sure, these projects. Sure, sure, but I just is Meg still happening? I, I think so, but not with him. Yeah, great. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, didn't we hear? I feel like we I heard like something. something we talked it. about it. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the it was the guy that did like John like. Who was it? It was either the guy that did like National Treasure or something. It was one of those yeah, kind of yeah. like CGI spectacle directors. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so he's gonna go and miss the point of Death Wish. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Although, Willis is gonna sleepwalk through yeah. it. So here's the, here's the I thing. I have always wanted to see Bruce Willis jerk it in a cage. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Here's the thing. I think they don't could, ask why. I think I somebody shot a tweet out, and I wish I, I I'll try, try and figure out who it was so I can quote quote them. But somebody said. The only way to really get a Death Wish movie right now is if, like, okay, so in Death Wish, the main character's family are murdered. Yeah. So you do that, but then instead of having the main character, and this was kind of a joke tweet, but I was like, no, this is how you should do it. Instead of having him go and murder the person for revenge, he goes and then gets the, like, congressman that, like, are passing these lax gun laws. Right. And, like, uh. it becomes more of a, like, okay, you've taken this thing that was, like, a really conservative movie about, like, vigilantism, and you've kind of... You, if you took that and set it in this world where 
guns are everywhere oh, right. and and have this like vigilante going after like a bigger picture i'm like i can that see that a, working that's a, that's a hell of like a hell of an interesting yeah, idea cuz they keep remaking death wish anyway yeah. not calling it death yeah. wish there was uh, death kevin bacon's sentence. death wish it was yeah. no good no then there was uh, jodie foster's no also good also not good yeah 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 so i'm like you got to do something with it you can't just be Oh, my family's been murdered. I'm going to go kill that guy now. Yeah. Like, you got to do something with this. And yeah. Eli Roth won't. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck. Eli Roth is terrible. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> like, he'll just turn it into, I assume, like another kind of hostile thing where it's like, I'm driven to the edge and I'm going to torture these people. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. What a, what well, a bummer. It's going to suck. Yeah. I, I doubt he'll stay on it. That's that's my yeah, I my bet right now is he's going to he bounce pops off, off of this. Yeah. yeah, he'll he'll show up and go, guys, I'm doing Death Wish, and then I'll look around and go, oh, I can't handle this. <laughs> yeah, themes, <laughs> movie. <laughs> I just came here to put a power drill against someone's knee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else uh, that you? What guys if thought? his eye pops out? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> this is a dramatic scene. I don't care. Um, did yeah, you guys uh, have any? There's more newsy. Or well, trailers. Newsies? There's newsies. There's newsies. Have you guys yeah. seen newsies? There's, There's the movie newsies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got a newsie thing. Oh, are you doing yeah. a newsie? No. Thing? Well, what do you got? Uh, just a weird thing that J.J. Uh, Abrams is producing a movie about the last days of Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, that's weird. That is weird. Is it a documentary? Uh, no, I don't even that think it was. is. Again, I don't care for. Yeah. Oh, I very much want to see it. I guess. Who's I want to know play? who's directing, Jack who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, he, uh, JJ, filmmaker JJ Abrams, is adapting a new book about Michael Jackson for television okay. with TV and radio host Tavis Smiley, co-author of the book. Tavis Smiley is very uh, capable person. I, uh-huh. I feel like. Yeah. Having J.J. Abrams and Tavis Smiley together is probably a good thing. And JJ in television, I feel like has a good feel for me i really uh, liked the stephen king uh show that he, he produced that or right. oh, the uh um, james franco yeah, yeah it's great it's so good it's so but good then yeah. for every one of those there was an alias yeah. or a uh undercovers or whatever it was right. called i didn't see any of those uh i had to watch alias uh no good uh, like you didn't a, like it oh uh, it's a it's a boring mess. okay just so boring yeah so uh, i don't know maybe maybe yeah. this will be interesting have you guys mm. um been watching any of the O.J. Simpson made in America five part. I saw like a, a little piece of it. Okay, and, uh, but meaning to and I've, somewhere in the middle. I've got so. it ready no, to go. I'm gonna watch what the whole thing. So it was a um, like a ten hour um, documentary that they've split up into five hour and a half or so. It was like seven hours, let's say. But they've basically five movie length documentary miniseries mm. uh, episodes on on HBO that they aired, and it's just. The O.J. Simpson story, the true stuff, everything from start yeah. to finish, Trial, rise to fame, oh yeah. my God. and yeah. rise and fall, and and yeah. and yeah, and just like five hour and a half things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, can't wait to watch. Oh, it. can't wait, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. That's amazing. <clears throat> Been waiting for that to pop up where I can uh, get going <laughs> from the beginning because I missed yeah. it. Yeah, was there anything that you guys were watching then? Uh, we well, should well, just a, a couple of trailers. Yeah, trailers is what I want to talk about. Westworld. Lay down. Yeah. I yeah. want to talk about fucking Westworld. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, HBO's right? Westworld. Yeah. Westworld. Because I watched the fuck out of that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's a great movie. Yul Brenner's so creepy yeah. in it. Yeah. Fucking yeah, man. I, I like That movie really weirded me out when I was and a kid. super watchable still. For sure. It's Very been quite a while for Some me, of that Michael Crichton shit, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Did Michael Crichton direct that film? I believe he did. He sure did. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, when I heard they were doing this, I was like, oh, mm, don't fuck this up. I, I would like yeah. something good because I love that movie. Yeah. And it's been in production for Forever. 150 yeah, years. Yeah, it seems like it could go real bad. Been hearing but about it for a good while. Good Lordy, is that a sweet fucking trailer, though? Trailer looks amazing. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah it has Who's that. Cast? Yeah. 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 cast they put together you got for Ed this Harris thing. on TV? What the fuck? Yeah, man? and it has Why that, like, that? kind of. I don't know, like dusty Western, like modern television Western vibe, but yeah. they they show you just enough of the sci-fi stuff to yeah. be like, like that can go weird. That can yeah. go cowboys and aliens weird. Yeah, and, but this just looks like it all works this together feel, visually. Yeah. It oh, kind of yeah. feels like it's going to be a Western with with. You know, very much what, like, the plot of the movie yeah. is Western with the sci-fi stuff underneath. Yeah. And it feels and like it's going to handle that well. It's difficult to get the overall tone from yeah. this one trailer, but yeah. it looks like it anyway. It, yeah, the, yeah, it uh, yeah, the tone of it is seems to be right on point with something yeah. fairly interesting. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really fucking stoked for that. Definitely. That's very cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, was there another like, trailer? Oh, there's another trailer. Um uh, is it War on Everyone? Yes. yes. That's uh, the oh. new John Michael McDonough. What yeah. the fuck? From the director of the... <laughs> Calvary yeah. and the Guard. Yeah. yeah, what a weird... He went from comedy to super serious to back to comedy. Well, I mean, Ca- Calvary is very funny. Yeah? Yeah, um, it is. Okay. It, but this is a different kind of funny. This is a very yeah. different... This is very um, different. Yeah. Like, it seems... It feels like McDonough's trying to make an American movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Uh, Fuck man, whatever, go for it. Yeah, it, it looked like, but at the same time, it looks like it's he still very much has the same eye, yeah, uh, as he did with with Calvary, maybe more so than the guard, but yeah. the guard was his sort of first uh, first yeah. outing. But uh, god damn it, it looks so yeah. good. It looks fun I, as I hell, hoped, man. I hope they put on a, like this was some kind of an internet teaser trailer, so it was it was short on plot. But it looks hilarious. Yeah, it looks you know, yeah. like, Their chemistry looks great. Yeah, and I think Gorman, you commented to somebody's po- uh, posting yes. about it. And yeah, uh, Skarsgård chasing that guy, flapping his arms. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> get the fuck back here. It's <laughs> fucking beautiful. I was like, so funny. done. I'm going to yeah. watch this movie. I'm in, I'm in already. <laughs> and I feel like I've always just been waiting for... Michael Pena to do the right thing because I've always loved him in, in things, but I've always been like, like in stuff like Ant Man. I'm like, I don't like what they're doing. He's with great him. in Ant Man. Uh, he's great with what they give him, but yeah. I'm just like, eh, I don't like this kind of like. I, I would like to see him. Did given... you see End of Watch? No, I, I never seen saw End of Watch. Oh yeah, that's a, that's an interesting movie. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm hesitant to call it like a good movie. Okay. That he and uh, Hall are fucking terrific in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got some really. Uh, Intense emotional moments. Yeah, just as a movie, I'm not sure if it entirely works. Right, but yeah, uh, he's yeah he he's very capable of being a lead. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like his sense of humor because yeah. he's very funny. He's he can really be very funny, funny and really. I funny. feel like his sense of humor is going to be served really well in this. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. Calvary was, I think, one of my two favorite movies yeah, of you 2014. Went nuts for that. Yeah, it fucking blew my mind and. Calvary, but funnier. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't think this is going to be like Calvary, but no, no, with, no. With, but with McDonough's sensibilities, yep. oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see Skarsgård doing comedy, and he seems, seems fucking to great be doing in his it trailer. Right? Yeah, really well. It's that, really bizarre. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. like, this is great. Right on. I'm waiting for this guy to because I started to feel bad for him. I'm like, oh man, he was so close to getting Thor, then no yeah. dice and. Uh, and then now he's got this fucking Tarzan movie yeah. coming up, and I'm like, oh, buddy, <laughs> do you owe someone a favor? Do you owe someone yeah. money? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Although you? I keep Tell seeing trailers you. for that, and every time I see trailers for that movie, 
I'm surprised that there are like name actors in it. Yeah, because I expect it just to be one they, of those things like where Margot they got Robbie's one of the biggest. Yeah, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Like I just I, I I see the beginning of the trailer and I think, oh, this is like a movie they made with a bunch of TV actors yeah. and they're really pushing for this movie to be a big thing, but it won't. And then I'm yeah. like, oh no, everyone's in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarzan yeah. movies. Just, come on, buddy, don't do the Casper and Mandine. Then, yeah, and it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah, and at Cineplex, <laughs> that's they ha- how they sold it. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We want you to be the next Casper Van. <laughs> yeah, and at Cineplex they have that thing where one of the where they have the interviews interspliced with the trailer, and this somebody is like, he's like the original superhero. You're like, don't no, no, try no, no, and no. sell this to Marvel yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on into the theaters. It's the original superhero, and grapes are nature's candy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's a weird tagline oh, for that man. movie, but yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, war on everyone or everybody or yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, yeah. Please more. <laughs> I I cannot fucking wait. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of more, uh-huh. I watched something this week that I loved so much, and uh-huh. I had one of those experiences this week where I watched a movie that I the next day was ready to watch again. And I mentioned it to you guys. Have you Casper Van Dien's Casper Van Dien. yeah. Sniper <laughs> Sniper Three. More please. <laughs> um, I believe, Greg, you had said you'd seen it, and I think uh-huh. maybe Casey, At Close Range. Oh, yeah. I, I just, no, no. I've I never seen it. I saw it a couple range. of times as a young fella. Yeah. And then uh, I, Athena and I watched it together uh, about a month ago? Yeah. Two months ago? Okay. Something like that? Yeah. So this is Sean Penn and uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Um, it is a drama about... Um, it's based on a true story. Based on a true story yeah. about sort of a, a lower-income class family kind of scraping by and and um sean penn is sort of this aimless youth whose father reappears after sort of just not being there and he's kind of a low rent criminal in the city and and he just starts hanging out with them and getting involved in you know petty crimes stealing things for money just sort of like selling off cars and stuff and yeah yeah, stealing tractors yeah and he kind of has this sort of hero worship thing going on and and i put this movie on i don't remember i just saw the poster or saw like some somebody said it was good so i i grabbed it and and watched it and and was so taken aback by how much i loved this movie yeah it's just it's the kind of movie that i feel like so many people could put on and and find unengaging because sure. it is so kind of like somber and dreamlike and beautiful, but like everything, everything in this movie is so important. Like every line, every shot, and the just the tension ratchets up. And I don't oh, usually yeah. like Sean Penn that much, but he's so oh, he's good, amazing. They're in both it. like the acting Christopher at Walken, the this top is, of the yeah, game. This was like one of my very earliest memories of Christopher Walken in film. Yeah, and like he's other than you know Dead Zone, though, because he really weirded me out in this movie. Yeah, um, and also it's interesting that originally they had offered the role to De Niro, okay. but he turned it down because he thought the character was too dark. Yeah. <laughs> De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it gets there like Yeah, no, I, he's a bad man. I just I soaked this movie up with like every pore, every yeah. just like it's so small town and so lived in and these yeah. characters have this burning intensity and desperation and I just, For sure. every, and the whole time I watched this movie being like how could no one tell me this movie was just fucking good? It's like a masterpiece almost. Very, another, there's a big bit of cool trivia with this movie. It's kind of a neat thing. I've always appreciated. Um, this is not spoilery. It should yeah. be fine. Uh, I think it's on the poster probably. So uh, Christopher Walken is notoriously terrified of yes. guns. Yes, yeah. Terrified. I read this. 
And uh, he, whenever there's guns to be used in a scene, he is really keen on inspecting them yeah. like, uh, quite a bit, making sure everything's fine, doing this and that. And uh, there's a standoff between Sean yeah. Penn and Christopher Walken. And just before they call Agwork, Sean Penn points a gun at him. And right before calling action, Penn pops off the set, says, give me the other one, yeah. comes back on and points this gun at Christopher Walken. And they're like, action. It scared yeah. the shit out of him. And it's there. Like, it's yeah. a really, Holy really shit. intense scene. It's so <laughs> intense. It's one of the best, like, two actors at the top of their game yeah. really letting loose yeah. after having a movie of sort of, like, simmering looks. And, like, yeah. and you're like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I a couple of it. things that happened building up in that climax that I wasn't nuts about in rewatching. Yeah, there was a little, I, like... Too far. Like, yes, it definitely. didn't need to be. The, you know, yeah. I don't know what you're trying to push. There's but. an. There's a. The, the way the movie ends. It's one of those movies that ends on like a freeze frame, and it yeah. doesn't really land 100 percent perfect. No, but, no. But the ride is great. Yeah, enough. there like, was something so much, I'll probably watch again. Yeah. You know, and it, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Almost the entire soundtrack is basically the first like. 12 bars of Live to Tell by Madonna. Yes. And it's really effective. And that's amazing, yeah. Yeah, really effective. <laughs> that's totally. a great song. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've never seen At Close Range, totally, totally go check it out. For sure. And like uh, Chris thing. Penn's in there, too. And very, and very really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. Very, uh, very I loved tight it. movie. So what else have you guys been uh, checking out? Uh, I've been uh, watching a hell of a lot of stuff lately. Mm-hmm. A uh, couple things super quick. I watched a documentary, uh, The Wolf Pack. Yes, I've seen that. Yes. That movie's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's one of those documentaries where you watch it and you think, this is a crazy, amazing story, and you've shown me a real good slice of it. And yeah. And you kind of... I, I feel like there was a whole wor- element to that story of, like, abuse. Yeah, see, now, <laughs> that I, I don't really... feel like... Like, I, I don't feel like they successfully told the story yeah uh like i i feel like um it's interesting because you see how affected the kids are by their surroundings not only by the surroundings but by the movies they watch yeah because the kids are very dramatic yeah like they're very dramatic kids but they've been raised by movies yeah it's basically um, about if you didn't know it's about um a family that basically have hold themselves off from the world in new york reenact the movies, and then right? they yeah. just yeah. read they just their whole world becomes we're not we don't leave this apartment and we've grown up from children to now like adults and so we've just lost ourselves in like Tarantino films and yeah. like yeah uh yeah and, and I feel like um this movie ended and I was like I didn't they didn't tell me the story they told me the surface of a story sure and maybe they were just trying to imply basically the dad is batshit crazy and yeah. keeps them all yeah. sort of uh sequestered off from the world uh but and they talked to the dad every once in a while but i feel like maybe they thought they'd have more access to the dad but then he was very uncooperative mm. because what they get from him is not a lot yeah it's very telling yeah the, they're very little yeah. he gives uh in explanation but uh but I was like, yeah, I feel like there, there's more to the story. And I love, like, the mom. Yeah. What a sympathetic character. What a sweet person. Yeah. And, and to see kind of the way her life went is like, well, that's fucking heartbreaking. Totally. But, uh, but yeah, I, I thought as a movie, um, it, it, it's just okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? So that I finished off uh, two seasons of Broad City, and it, I'm just so sad that it's gone because yeah. I love it so much. Um, I watched a movie that I've been dying to see for ages now, ever since it first okay. came out. I watched The Late Shift. <clears throat> uh, You've never seen that? I've never seen you? it before. Yeah, I know. What the fuck, dude? I know. Oh, uh, man, that movie's awesome. It's 
It's is so that, good. Yeah. The, the Late Shift. Is yeah, that it, the? That's about Jay Leno and Letterman. Yeah, the, the TV movie. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. That's been on my list forever too. And I was like, <laughs> I need to see this, you but I, seen I couldn't it? find it. Well, it's on Crave TV. <laughs> oh it is. man, yeah, yeah. they have, so, have to get Crave everything TV. HBO yeah, on it's there. pretty great, yeah. dude. It's uh, what an oh, interesting man. and fucking. I've always oh, wanted to see. I was watching like the trailers for it on YouTube, being like, I gotta see this. And it's great. And it's so it's so well told. And fucking Kathy Bates is amazing. But I never made the connection before because once it came out. Obviously, like I was watching a lot of Letterman, not obviously, but I was watching a lot of Letterman at the time. Yeah. So obviously Letterman was making a lot of fun of the movie, yeah. saying it was a garbage movie and everything, and and making fun of the guy who played him. Yeah. And I never made the connection as to who the guy was. Yeah. That is oh. John Michael Higgins. Yeah. Um, I fucking love John Michael Higgins. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. he is insanely hilarious. Yeah. And... To see him play, he's fucking great. Oh, yeah. He is great as Dave. <laughs> so good. Because he doesn't try to nail, like, where the other guy, I can't remember what his name is, playing uh, playing know, Leno, yeah, yeah. is, uh, he's pretty good, but basically this thing frames Jay Leno as, I'm, I'm just a nice guy, I don't want to get in the middle of things, and also I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> Which is a lot of fun. <laughs> But it just it frames Dave as a guy who just got fucked. Yeah, yeah. like a, a, as a good guy who deserved a thing and didn't fucking get it. Yeah. Well, we all know that he deserved a thing that he didn't get. You know? Oh yeah, no. Like but, everyone yeah. knows this, right? But the, but the movie really, really framed it as such, like nicely, and didn't and didn't paint him as a fucking baby because no. He, complained about it for the rest of his career yeah. <laughs> um, which is fucking awesome because it was always really funny but yeah. Uh, but yeah it just kind of shows you um you know what a what a fucking nutcase uh, uh, uh a manager can be yeah uh b- before reaching a tipping point yeah man just just so entertaining yeah I was so happy yeah, uh, i've seen it a couple of, it, of times that's a like, great I gotta, movie. Yeah, I gotta watch by that. the end of it i was like i gotta watch this yeah again. yeah it's bad. very very good yeah. <clears throat> Greg? Yeah. What have you been watching? Well, let me see. I watched some things. Where what am I gonna what am I, uh, hmm? Uh, <laughs> what I got a what a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a ton of things, so I'll do this first. So uh with the passing of Anton Yelchin, yeah. Uh, I was like I wanna watch I was thinking about rewatching Charlie Bartlett, but I'm like, I should check out something I haven't seen. Yeah. So I watched uh Like Crazy. Yeah. I keep hearing how fucking amazing that is. Uh, I I liked it a lot, but I was like, this is a good movie with like a great great performance. I just I remember not being blown away by the movie, but I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's Anton Yelchin and Felicity Jones and uh, Jennifer Lawrence before she's anybody. Yes, yeah, she's like uh, you know totally you know the lower rung on the cast list here. Um, I did not like this movie. No, <laughs> I was oh, no. really bummed out. <laughs> I was like, oh, the, the, he and she uh, deliver fantastic performances yeah. in a movie where very little is going on. Essentially, it's like, look what happens when uh, two nice people fall in love and then immigration's boring and long. Isn't immigration <laughs> shitty? <laughs> Will your love outlast immigration? Yeah. Um, and I've gone through immigration. It's long and boring. Yeah. I didn't need it in a movie. <laughs> what did you feel like, like yeah. telling your story? Like, this is a great story. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's just not enough ever felt... Like it's, it's there's some very honest and real moments between them. Like they, there's yeah. an intimacy that was well captured, but that's not a movie. That's an element of a movie, <laughs> uh, you know. So yeah, it just kind of like it didn't have enough going on to keep me interested. Uh, I watched the whole thing because uh, he's great and he is he's inviting and interesting as an as an actor as is she. Mm-hmm. She's, she's amazing. 
Um, Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, just just fine. No problem with her. Uh, terrific up and comer. <laughs> She'll, She'll get there someday. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great, kid. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown as a movie to watch, particularly because I was very, you know, uh, emotionally... Yeah. I don't know, uh, uneven about seeing him in a film right away and to watch one that was potentially heavy, but it wasn't there, which is maybe the best to watch him in a kind of a shit movie that he was better than. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, you were really something, you know? Um, We talked about him a lot, so we won't get too deep into that. But yeah, I found it very disappointing as my go-to. So if you're going to watch an Anton Yelchin movie right now, because you're digging around and you want to know about what his thing is a little bit more, don't, not this one. <laughs> Watch Charlie Bartlett. Watch even Alpha Dog, which is not a good movie, but it has enough good moments in it. Yeah. And he's so good in it. He's so good in it. Uh, I think that movie is like a really good movie that is almost great, but there's just these things about it that are weighing it down. Yeah, there's some dumb things about yeah. it. I don't know. If you've got a, like a sweet hangover going on, yeah. order that pizza, get this yeah. movie going. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing about that movie when it came out that made me want to see it. Uh, how about the cool name? <laughs> that, was, that was problem one for me. <laughs> but yeah, Green Room, if you haven't seen that yet, yeah. that's your Anton Yelton oh go to. Yeah. I feel like that's like even when that movie ended, I was like his character and the look of his character by the end of this movie this is like uh I- iconic, I think. Yeah. It is something that'll probably come up in images and t shirts for as long as fucking totally. that shit is shit. Yeah. yeah it's really something. For Word. a reason. All right. Um, I have way too many things, and I don't know. We're like almost at an hour. I will okay. So I continued through my Oliver Stone uh, um, journey. Uh Yeah. After watching Wall Street and thinking it was a okay. Yeah. And people were not happy with me about that. (laughs) (laughs) Consider uh, people named Matt weren't happy with me about that. Matt Brown and Matt Bain were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Two Matts agree. Two (laughs) Matt. Two out of two (laughs) Matts agree. So I watched probably thirty Helens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And a couple people named Dave. Uh, So, uh, um, I watched Platoon for the first time. I've never seen Platoon. And I went into it really being like, I don't think Oliver Stone is for me. Yeah. And I was kind of like, that movie is bookended by um, some some questionable narration choices, I would say. Um, and Platoon so, or Wall Platoon. Street? Platoon. Okay. So I would say that like I was on my way into the movie, like kind of ready to fight it to be like, yeah, Oliver Stone... Not well, for you me. had that Charlie Sheen voiceover to start you yeah. off, you know, like, and I was kind of like, "Hey, have you heard of war?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all know that war's hell. Yeah, and Did you know so, that? <laughs> and and here's the thing: I really like this movie a lot. Obviously, yeah. it's Platoon. Yeah, now that I've seen it, I can be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, uh, um, really fucking it's good, fucking man. great." Because like Charlie Sheen's there, but yeah. this is Willem Dafoe and, and Tom Berenger's movie. Yeah, yeah, this movie. I think this movie—it's the movie. Where you go, oh shit, Tom Berenger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And oh shit, Defoe. Yeah, Defoe. Not that is... you didn't know it already, well, but that, that's the thing. Yeah. You, you think Willem Defoe? You think like integrity picks? But yeah. Tom Berenger. You think? Oh, he's a tired old. Fella. Which I'm actually—I <laughs> would actually say—I went into it being like, oh, Willem Defoe is going to play like he always plays the slime ball or the evil guy sure, or the no, like no, weirdo, he's, and he's nah. like, no, he's the fucking good dude. Yeah. Um. But anyway. That movie's great. The performances are fucking stunning and phenomenal, and the obviously everything about the production is amazing. But I, but I would say that Sheen is the part of that movie that I think like is the weak link. If I have to yeah. pick a weak link in that movie, you're not wrong. Sheen is, is he wins good. you over though. He's, he's got good. some scenes where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty yeah, good, man. He's fine. It's the best work of his career, probably. Yeah, 
I I would maybe even say some of his comedy work in some of the spoof movies are better. Oh, yeah, I, know, I was, I was going to no, say no, Hot Shots Hot Part 2, yeah. yeah. I think is his best work. <laughs> I, You're I not wrong. <laughs> I would not deny yeah, that. Never mind. He, he's yeah. pretty good with the dead band. But yeah, so I, I really, really liked that movie. So I'll leave it at that. So Stone, very good. I'm going to watch Salvador yeah. soon. And I'm okay. going to try and get oh, to James talk. James Woods, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and get to talk radio. So yeah, you'll, you'll love that. talk radio, dude. Yeah, so, talk radio point. is aside from the direction yeah. and everything, which is fine, which is yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, perfectly serviceable. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's the the whole point and intent of that movie is fucking really awesome. really amazing. Cool. Um, yeah, Willem Dafoe is so good in Platoon that like his <laughs> well, everyone I guess knows the shot. Mm-hmm. So like one of the most yeah. famous war scenes ever. I didn't know that it was him. In war. I assumed it was going to be Sheen. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Because I had no idea. Right. One of the most famous images of someone getting shot in a movie during war. The squibs didn't work. Yeah. Like, that's how yeah. good his performance is. Is like that. If you're going to think of someone getting shot, yeah, the squibs didn't even go off. It's just his act. He's just acting like he got shot, yeah, and yeah. it's like the best thing that you've ever seen for someone <laughs> dying in a war. Yeah, amazing, totally and tragic. Yeah, oh, I don't know why they didn't CG them in later. <laughs> yeah, there's still time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they should give this thing to George Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jabba the Hutt coming out of his butt. <laughs> we gonna no! get high? <laughs> we gonna get high? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Any uh, let's any wrap ups? Wrap them ups. Uh, oh wait, you have a big one that you I need have to a, do. Cu- a couple. I'll just get these out of the way. I finally saw Zero Dark Thirty, and uh, that's a that's a really good movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's fine. Sure. Uh, oh, oh no, it, it's good. It's no, better it's, than it's very, fine. It's, very it's good. just it's really really good and very yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although, why were they at Area 51? That bothers me. Um, <laughs> uh, so so that happened. I started watching the show Family Tree, which is that Christopher Guest yeah. show, HBO show oh. with uh, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, i never seen it. Where he finds out a big secret about his family. Uh, it really feels like a Christopher Guest thing. And in that respect, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but you start to kind of feel how, well, Christopher Guest's sensibilities were of a time yeah right and this uh uh this really feels like that it's like oh you're you're making a gay joke there or oh, oh you're making a tongue-in-cheek asian joke there oh uh and, mm. and it's like no i i get that you're making a joke about a joke kind of thing yeah but it's that's yeah, actually tasteless the way you're doing it yeah, it's a bummer. so it's a little bit of that there's some really really funny stuff uh, sure. funny wacky yeah. stuff and i'll watch the rest of it but I don't hold out too much hope. Yeah. So the big thing that I watched, or my, my <laughs> yes. uh, big thing I want to talk about, I finally watched at Greg's insistence. Oh, great! The oh. story of Ricky. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God, <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Yes. It's so it's good. The best I love thing that movie. Made. Like it's <laughs> fucking bananas. Yeah, but and, and not just that it's bananas and crazy violent and yeah. uh, uh, and. You know, <laughs> intestines and noses sliced yeah. off, and, and, and it's um, uh, it's kind of a lot of screaming and kicking the rain. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of that. I kept thinking about it afterwards. Oh like, yeah, I genuinely had like an emotional connection with this movie. Yeah. I don't know why, but I fucking loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> but I just totally felt like this was the one. every time I rented a bad movie. This, this is what the I wanted. One I was looking yeah. for. It was yeah. always like gonna, like just like when is it going to be the thing? Because someday yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. You know, it's like when you first see Evil Dead Two or you well, know, you know I think something in, like that. You're always looking for yeah. it again. Yeah. In, in that regard, like I think it's since. good that you guys saw it so late because when I saw it, it was like 
for like months. It's like nothing, like nothing. You go rented movies and you were like, this isn't Story of Ricky. Yeah. yeah. This, like for a while uh, it was like, you it know. It came in 91. Once so it could have been ruined yeah. for 25 years. Once I had seen Brain Dead or Dead Alive and once I had seen Story of Ricky and like one or two other of those like, this is the pinnacle of splatter movies. You're like, eh. Yeah. Why bother? What are you going to do? not <laughs> even like. It's not even Are you just gonna a punch dumb... someone else's hand into ground meat. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you tying off tendons with your teeth? That's how they. That's how they work, right? And then freeing, <laughs> and then freeing that. all the murderers and prisoners. Just, just <laughs> punching a massive hole in yeah. the prison wall and going, "Fuck it." Yeah. For everyone, all the criminals are free now. Is Ricky in jail for killing the guy in the flashback? Is that why he's? I in... think so. Yeah. It also, it's like I feel like you haven't really talked about that. I thought maybe, oh, he's not, you know, he's falsely imprisoned or something like that, or he got himself thrown. It's like, wait, is, is Ricky just a murderer? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, he, he wasn't a murderer before. <laughs> I, I, I don't, is it, should I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. No, no. Because just our go listeners, watch it. please go and watch this movie. Yeah. It's the fucking best in the climaxes. It's amazing. So bananas. <laughs> so good. Yeah, go, don't look at any images, don't read anything. I know we've said a lot, but go in as cold as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it on. Just watch it. So great. There are things in this movie that, and, and again, I this, the emotional connection that I, <laughs> that I developed with this movie blows my mind. Yeah. He's a sweet man, Ricky. He made that old man's toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did he built that again? <laughs> he doesn't even know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. And they throw that old man at the wall. <laughs> like, not a dummy. They threw an old man at the wall. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Story yeah. of Ricky's the best. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I can't cannot wait to watch it yeah. again. Yeah, I will watch that movie once a year. Totally. There are some very bizarre characters <laughs> too, like the, the little the fancy boy uh, assassin. Yeah, and then yeah. the warden's son. Yeah. Warden's son is my fucking favorite. <laughs> but oh my uh, god, so good! What a great so fucking good. movie. Yeah, this guy. Um, any uh, any final wrap ups before film roulette? Then uh, real fast, two things that have been talked about on the show, so I don't need to go into it. Just wanted to say, uh, okay, uh, I watched uh, Catastrophe. Uh, thank you, Casey, for uh, suggesting that you know, a couple of weeks in a row, and I stopped saying Ice Catastrophe and finally watched it. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, it's better than Ice Catastrophe. Uh, that show is amazing. It's catastrophe so is really good. something else, and it's not a huge investment. It's only two seasons, and they're both six episodes long. Get into it. I like season one more than two, but whatever. Uh, they're but both the fantastic. End of season two. Yeah, I got one more episode to go. Okay, well the yeah. end is fucking amazing. Yeah, okay, but season one was one of the, like like ten minutes into the first episode. I'm like, okay, I love this show. Yeah, <laughs> so you hit the ground running with it. It's so great. And the the character development through season one and yeah. two, like the characters do some questionable things but you're yeah. like i could see that character doing that. sure um and then the other thing i watched the first episode finally because i've been trying to, it's kind of hard to track down if you don't have tnt um i finally saw the first episode of andrew tribeca oh which, yeah hey. i think it took me 30 seconds to go i love this show <laughs> oh my god and it never lets you down oh no, man so good it's so fucking wonderful good that oh. reminds me actually season two has already started i haven't started watching yeah yet, yeah so. oh boy Terrific. Yeah, and she's fucking great. She's really amazing. Yeah, she plays yeah. Leslie Nielsen really well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I got to remember to yeah, watch that. Watch that shit. Yeah. So good. The fucking title screens. I don't know how it yeah. is in every other episode of the first one anyway, 
Oh, there's so many great nods and fucking. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But oh, and again, fucking Jerry Burns is so fucking great on the show. <laughs> Fuck, I, I can't wait to watch more. So yeah. good, so good, sweet. Dude. All, All right. right. Well, then now let's get into film roulette. Right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. It was winner's choice, so they went and saw whatever they wanted to, while the loser who rolls low has to go see something terrible or something that we have picked as a counter theme to the main movie this week because it was winner's choice. We just picked something that was in theaters that looked like crap, and that was Now You See Me Too because these guys, uh, well, one of you guys watched, somebody watched the first one and said it was garbage. Greg did. Um, yep. So... Uh, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, uh, Greg lost, and he gave us an album by Linkin Park. We That's will right. roll for movies next week. I'll dole out a Punishment album, and that is how you play Film Roulette. Okay. You guys okay. got to go see whatever you wanted or watch whatever you wanted. That's what us guys did. Yeah, all guys did that. Mm-hmm. Who wants yeah. to go first? Uh, and what was it that you saw? So I can get it into IMDb to describe it. <laughs> uh, maybe you go? just go first. Casey, mine's been discussed on the show before. Oh. All right. Oh. Mine hasn't. I okay. will go first. I don't have a ton to say about mine. All right. All uh, right. I watched The Conjuring 2. Oh, oh I okay. Told, that's what I was going to watch. Oh. But I couldn't steal a good enough copy. <laughs> Uh, well, that is a shame because you definitely should have watched it. Yeah. Um, so, Conjuring Two, yeah. uh, sequel uh, to The Conjuring. That's <laughs> yeah. all. That's all I got. Gotcha. That's <laughs> all I got. Thank you, Dan. I actually didn't have any more I didn't to even say. Know that? That was my whole review. I'm just looking yeah. this up now. There was a first one directed by James Wan. Yeah. Um, the I first... liked a good seventy yeah. percent of that. Directed first by one. James. I... I'm good at making half a movie one. Yes, I, I like the opinion. good parts of The Conjuring, yeah. and I kind of like the really, really yeah, dumb really parts. Really dumb of the parts. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the end is terrible. Really I, bad. Yeah. Really bad. So the the Conjuring was so popular that it spun off to a pseudo sort of spin off sequel called Annabelle, um, and then now they finally made the official sequel. The the spin off was not directed by Juan. 
Um, but the sequel, The Conjuring 2, uh, follows Lorraine and Ed Warren as they travel to North London to help a single mother raising four children alone in a house plagued by a malicious spirit. Um, this is getting 65 on Metascore, and uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga come back uh, alongside many other people. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like we were saying, I didn't really like the first... Uh, I didn't like half of the first one. I'm the same way with the Insidious movie. Yeah, for sure. The, I didn't see the sequels, but I was like, the first one was so good, and then it got so dumb. So dumb. Uh, he turns into the fucking... Goes into dreamland. Yeah, and it turns into family Organ opera grinder stuff, guy yeah. off in the background. Uh, come on. So, I'm interested <laughs> to hear about The Conjuring 2 because... Um, I watched the British BBC like miniseries about this movie is about the Enfield haunting, right? It sure is. Yeah, so I saw the um, the BBC show. They did like a, a three parter starring that Timothy. Fuck, he's like this British Busfield. Act. Yeah, Timothy Busfield. Oh, he's seriously? like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, maybe not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure not because I don't think Timothy Busfield is British. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the thirty something gentleman, isn't he? he? Sure is. Yeah, yeah. Big red. Yeah. Um. I'll figure. Oh, uh, it was Timothy Spall. Uh, you, oh, Timothy Spall yeah, is fucking yeah. great. And and it was like a really cool little show, and you should definitely check it out because it's fun and it's all about this haunting. So I was kind of like, "Whoa, you're doing this," but I so take it away. I've talked too long. Uh, <laughs> no, Dan, tell me what I thought. Um, all right. Well, this movie. Okay, so th- this movie franchise has figured out how it wants to. Um, make the maximum amount of money right, yeah. where with the first one basically they introduce these ghost hunter characters Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson based on real people uh, right um, through the case that they're working on yeah. now and then they get drawn into the actual plot of the movie okay. so this becomes the device uh, in the Conjuring yeah, 2 as well does it start with the Amityville house or something it sure does yeah uh, uh, so the first one starts with the Annabelle doll, and, and yeah, the doll's right. scary, and uh, and so they made a movie about that. They've already um, already spun off this one. They've already optioned like, or or, or they're making a, a spinoff of this movie. I'm not sure what it is. If what, it has a new, to, a new Amityville, I don't know horror? if they're making an Amityville. No, thing, I know exactly or what they're, if they're making. spinning off the actual. Uh, uh, it is sort a of spirit. I do not think this is a spoiler because it was big news, but it is a spinoff of the Nun. Uh, okay, um, that that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so okay. which I, is funny because from what I have heard on podcasts and read, everything to do with the nun was a reshoot, um, which is apparently crazy because everyone that I've heard that has seen it has said, "How could that have been a reshoot?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't understand how that's true, but uh, but uh, who knows. Uh, I mean, maybe they shot some stuff and was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, this looks goofy as fuck." <laughs> Let's Give try us to make this twenty look, more minutes. Look less dumb. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it starts out with the Amityville uh, uh, murders, um, like like the the pre haunting murders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the murders that precipitated the haunting. Yeah, okay. Um, and you're like, uh, "Why are we doing this? <laughs> this is so pointless and dumb." They've already made a bunch of shitty Amityville movies. So many. Why do I need to see uh, another little bit of one? And it is just pointless and dumb. Yeah. Um, and then they get into the actual Enfield haunting, and uh, I gotta say. It's not that great a movie, yeah. but I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah. yeah, it's The Conjuring again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's, all right. Well, like... That's as uh, it, good as you can hope for, I guess. It's, well. it's just standard fare, like... 
Uh, we're not going to... No, it, it starts very slow. I think James Wan is getting a little ahead of himself. I think he thought he was making his exorcist or something. Right. So... Isn't uh, this something like two hours and 15 minutes or it's, something? Yeah, it's too long. Yeah. And there's a lot that you could... Like, the whole beginning part... Uh, where there should be character development. There's not uh, character development. It's just very long and boring. Oh. Uh, and they've got <laughs> a kid right. doing a stutter, and the kid is just not oh, good. Oh, man, nobody can do that right. Uh, That's so rare that somebody Except for Michael Palin. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, the kid's like, I've got, got, got a st- st- stutter. Um, uh-huh. And uh, and so that's always annoying to me. Yep. But once they get into the actual haunting, it's it's just a fairly serviceable ghost story. And basically, they just throw in some really wonderful scares. Yeah. Um, there's a couple little things that the nun looks fucking scary as fuck. And they do some really cool things with it. Um, mm. It's not cheap scares, necessarily. Yeah. Um, I hear it's a lot of just jump scares, like... It's yeah, like, but that's be what really these movies... boring and then super loud. Yeah. <laughs> that's what these movies are. Yeah, and and if you that can be done right, you know you're judging on a sliding scale. So yeah. for this type of movie, you kind of go, oh, that's a genuinely disturbing image. Like there's some cool stuff. Yeah, like he makes a painting. Uh, Patrick Wilson makes a painting of the nun, and it's like, oh well, where did he see that nun from before? Kind of thing. And then they sort of unfold the story, and the way they unfold the story is. Again, nothing revolutionary yeah. or anything. It's just perfectly serviceable. Yeah. And all of the acting is fine. Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson are both really great. Yeah. Um, and everyone else is sort of forgettable, but but pleasant enough. Yeah. I, I don't have that much more to say about this, but I, I turned it off and I was like, and Myos was like, what did you think of that? And I was like... Well, it wasn't a good movie, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would suggest seeing it. Just don't expect much other than a couple of things where you're like, like if if you're just shut off from ex- expectation, yeah, you'll probably have a good time. All right, yeah, yeah. I was bummed it didn't work out to, to be the movie I was going to watch this week, but you know, yeah, it would have been nice to have a little uh, counterpoint for, for sure, it. for sure. I mean, I'll eventually see it. Yeah, you know, what did you end up w- seeing? Well, what did I eventually see? Yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, that was the question. <laughs> <laughs> I finally saw uh, London Has Fallen. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Dude, I have been waiting for you to uh, to Oculus this movie. Yeah. 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 Dan, yeah. you didn't hate it, but you didn't love it. I also... It. I, I was disappointed with this movie. Uh-huh. I, I definitely was disappointed. I loved every so, fucking stupid minute yeah. of that movie. <laughs> so, yeah, Gerard I, Butler and Aaron Eckhart are... Right. We're back. We talked about this, so I won't yeah. do too much of a... Um, recap, but it is the sequel to um, uh, Olympus, Olympus Has Fallen, Fallen. Right. Um, about the uh, prime um, Mike Banning, the further yeah. adventures of Mike Banning. Right on, going to London for the prime minister's funeral and discovering that uh, some dude's gonna like assassinate all yeah. the world leaders. Yeah, Olympus Has Fallen was a surprisingly entertaining dumb movie. Yeah, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that film. So yeah, Definitely. I uh, film. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that so, piece of cinema. It's so dumb and bad and awesome. Like, oh man, they just yeah. don't make them like that anymore. So uh, I was very, very hopeful for this uh, for this one. I know Dan was a little uh, let down. I was soft. Casey on it. thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I'm here to say, Dan, you're so wrong. No, this movie was awesome. <laughs> I know, this movie right? was so insanely stupid it's the entire so... time. And Gerard Butler says, "Fuck." 
all so many times. the time. He, they're in a helicopter. <laughs> the three helicopters are trying to get away. Yeah. And they're like, oh, great. Okay, we're going to be fine now, Mr. President. And one of them gets hit by a rocket, and he looks out the window and just goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to the MI6 hold, and he's, still, he's been swearing like crazy. They get to the MI6 hold, and it's all quiet. Okay, we can take a break now. And he comes into a, into the room and he offers the president a glass of water and he's like, I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are you? It's, it's the greatest thing. <laughs> and he does nothing but shoot people yeah. the entire time. <laughs> and say fuck. It's the fuck. Fuck, 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 Stabbing, stabbing. Fuck. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, one of my favorite things about the first one is when Melissa Leo is being dragged off to her yeah. some, uh, of, uh, apparent death, and she starts the, <laughs> reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. It's just so fucking stupid. And then uh, I was like, I know there's going to be something. What? Oh, and absolutely. Oh, holy balls. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird. It's like this crazy, dumb action movie, like buddy cop between yeah. the president <laughs> and, and just some fucking guy. <laughs> Just some fucking his fucking his main man. <laughs> oh God! I fucking... what is there a problem in London? Don't worry about it. Me and my best bud are gonna take care yeah. of it. <laughs> Me and my fucking buddy, the president, we're gonna get into some hijinks. I'm gonna make gay jokes at him. You know that <laughs> to the point where even. Even lame fucking gay jokes about, oh, I knew you were going to come out of the closet. Oh, president's a homo. Uh, I hated that stuff. I, I was like. Oh, horrible. I, so I'm, bad. I'm not going to say it's charming, but it's in the context of this dumb fucking well, yeah, movie. I want this movie to be as dumb as possible. Yeah, and it's stupid. And yeah. when, it, when things happen, you're like, you can't do this in movies. Yeah, exactly. And I'm enjoying myself with this movie. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just felt like I like I still gave this thing like three stars or whatever. On sure. It. Like I had a lot of fun. There's yeah. a lot of really good moments. Yeah. But I just remember crashing. Yeah. Like yeah. I just remember thinking there was like a coked out like sweaty insanity of the first one. And I felt like this one had to, a little bit. They they just I know that like they, they aren't taking this seriously, but they there was just a little bit of a like seriousness to it that I felt like I think. I think when I talked about it, I said, like, the first movie's a canon movie, and this is, like, a Michael Bay Platinum Dunes movie. There's, like, a weird sort yeah, of, like, well, this slight, one... slight angling of it where I was just like, oh, no, no. Like, I'm, like, looking back at Olympus is Fallen and being like, put that. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I just had so much fun with how stupid all of this yeah. was. Yeah. And particularly, like, it, then it gets kind of awkward at the end, the last, like, ten minutes where it kind of turns into a weird propaganda movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that's some ugly no. shit. But I almost feel like it's it's a movie that's self-aware. Like, it's a movie, like... And I'm not saying they're going for any sort of winking satire or yeah. anything, but I feel like it's a movie that just kind of goes like, we've plodded along this far, uh, you know, like under the pretense of America. <laughs> so, yeah. like, th this is just another part of that. Yeah. yeah. I just felt like the first one felt more of a parody and this one felt more of a like, we're closer to just being that now. Yeah. And then well, that it's like put this me movie has a coke problem. Whereas, like the beginning, <laughs> the first movie was like, "We've done a bunch of coke, yeah, we're fun." And then it's you know the, the guy with the coke problem is yeah. like, "You know what we should do is get more coke." Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's like, what they did. I don't want to advocate it, but I don't know. This guy's a lot of fun on yeah. coke. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does next. I would like, yeah, yeah. I want another one of these really bad. For sure. Like, it's, I want. I I just want this to be a franchise. Yeah. Oh man, it's so it's so he's so far beyond being like a invulnerable superhuman. 
Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Even when he gets shot at one point, he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, he get, everyone else gets shot, gets a bullet shot near them, and yeah. they explode. Yeah. He gets shot, like, <laughs> fucking in the face, and he's like, <laughs> fuck. And he just keeps going, I love it so much. I want this to be the James Bond for fucking retards. <laughs> like myself. Uh, yeah. Sorry for using that word. Yeah. yeah, we're not supposed. We're trying to, to unlearn that one. Unlearn that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a terrific time. One thing I thought was weird, though. Okay, so when the big siege, the first, bla- you know, thing that goes down, nice and early too, get right the fuck into it, which is terrific too. So there's uh, some guy has this thing that looks almost like a grenade. He throws it and it attaches to the back of a car. Yeah, and like a bunch of like fireworks come out like pew. And I'm like, what's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? And then it just like melts through the car. And then is never seen again. And I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. was that? What was that fucking thing? Like, we're like, okay, you're gonna try and kill the president. You're gonna try and take it all the uh, the royal guardsmen. You're gonna take care of the internet. You, uh, can you melt a hole in that car's trunk? <laughs> I want to know what's in there. <laughs> I just want to see if you can do it. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Good job, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. <laughs> hey, Reggie. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I, I had a wonderful time with how insanely stupid for that sure. movie was. It's a big, dumb, sure. stupid, <laughs> fucking idiotic, goddamn thriller. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun. Speaking of dumb, yes. <laughs> now you saw. Now you see me too. I see now that you, you know. Saw, I saw, you too, saw me too. Now you see me too. B two. But ah. now, now you don't. So now you see me too. Uh, directed by John M. Chu. Mm. Uh, this is. Did he direct uh, Now You See Me? No, he did not. Uh. That was John Lasseter. I see. I see. <laughs> Um, I saw Now You See Me, Now I See You Saw Me. You yes. See. Yeah. <laughs> now you <laughs> saw Now You See Me. This is now you see me the too. director right. of See Me Too. Yeah. G.I. Joe Retaliation, Step Up 2, like some, oh, of, the dance, some of those dance movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't John Lasseter a Pixar guy? No, that's... Yeah. Yeah. No, John... Um, John, John Leterrier, he, oh, or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I said Lester. Mm. So yeah, John Chu. He's done oh. like uh, s- uh, some action movies, some dance movies, uh, a lot of 3D stuff. And I do not believe this was in 3D. I didn't see it in 3D. Right. Um, but I went. Sw- I went down to the VIP and had Whoa. myself a <laughs> VIP expensive, all expense paid trip yeah. to. Now you see me too. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you haven't seen. You had, had not seen. Now you see me one. Right. Was thinking of watching it and thought, nah, this will yeah. be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the four horsemen resurface and are forcibly recu- recruited by a tech genius to pull off their most impossible heist. Yet, uh-huh. starring Jesse Eisenberg, uh-huh. Mark Ruffalo, uh-huh. Woody Harrelson, uh-huh. Dave Franco, Daniel uh-huh. Radcliffe, uh-huh. Lizzie Kaplan, uh-huh. uh, Michael Caine, Morgan uh-huh. Freeman. Listen Jesus. to this cast. <laughs> Listen to fucking... this cast. Top tier cast. Yeah. Like, all of these people have done great things. Great, yeah. great in things. In other movies or TV. Yeah. Yep. Now, here's, a good, here's an interesting thing. Yep. 7.1 out of 10 on the IMDb user scores. Oh. 48 out of 100 on Metascore. Right. So, people like these movies. Is yeah, my they point. made a sequel. They made a sequel. don't understand that yeah. first one, man. Holy um, fuck. Okay. So, this movie starts with Mark Ruffalo as a child. Um <laughs> Uh, you yeah, don't know it's Mark Ruffalo yeah, as a child. I was going to say, how did you know? You find out later, but I'm just letting you know. It's Mark <laughs> Ruffalo as a child, and he's right. like watching his dad, who's a magician, and he's going to pull off this big like 
put me in a safe and drop me in a river like mm-hmm. escape trick. And Morgan trick. Freeman is revealed to be like this newscaster who's like, I'm a magic denier and this guy is a fake and he, if he doesn't do this, I'm going to be pissed off. So he's like goading him on to do it kind of thing. So the worst journalist ever. Yeah. We all know magic's not yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, is really. it, what is it, the 70s? Yeah. yeah. And he has, he shows up and like... Thanks a lot, you fucking killjoy. Yeah. Nice stance, guy. <laughs> um, excuse me. And so he shows up like on TV and it says like magic denier <laughs> underneath him. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. So anyway, he, they have this kind of like he's goading him on to do bigger and bigger things to prove that he's a magician or not. And and obviously uh, Mark Ruffalo's dad ends up drowning and dying. Right. And then we cut to the the present day story. So I guess at the end of the last movie, um, from what I can gather... Uh, what's his face? Nor- Morgan Freeman was framed, and then he goes. He gets put in jail, framed for the stuff that happened in the first movie, because uh. it opens up with him in jail, and he's real mad about like having been framed and put in jail for this shit. Yeah. So basically, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Dave Franco are the like three horsemen that don't have uh, their leader right now because Mark Ruffalo's in the FBI now, and so they're like waiting until long enough has happened to like long enough has passed so that they can reemerge and they're waiting for their big thing but jesse eisenberg is getting all like Ugh, when are we gonna like come back and there's like the secret society of magicians called the eye and they're like wait for it we're not ready yet <laughs> um anyway oh, finally mark ruffalo finally says okay we're gonna do this new mission and it's gonna be to like expose this guy owen case who like is releasing a cell phone that's gonna steal all of its users data and like be all real illegal and shady. An evil phone? Is yeah. that what this movie's about? And no, that, this <laughs> That's is this just is what the, cell phones No, are. this yeah. is, this is <laughs> the introduction. Uh-huh. This is the preamble to the oh, real plot. I see, okay. So they're like, we're going to get this illusionist, Lizzie Kaplan, um, and yeah. she's going to join us, and we're going to, she's going to replace the person that left from the last movie. Um, and uh, yeah, so there we go. So they okay. do this big infiltration thing on like a Apple-like headquarters that are doing a big launch of the phone. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, here we are. We're back. We're the horsemen, and we're going to tell you what's really going on with this company. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, because yeah. every, every time they show up in public, people are like, fuck, yeah, the horsemen. <laughs> like, they're so popular. Um, so that then the, the show is interrupted by a mysterious individual oh. who reveals the world that um, James Franco, who everyone thought was dead, is actually alive. Oh. And they're like, what? The horsemen lied to us. And then, like, reveals James Franco Dave Franco Dave Franco sorry I was gonna say so he reveals like all of their secrets he's like oh check it out this Franco dude's still alive um the head of the horseman is actually Mark Ruffalo and he's in the FBI and that fucks up his cover and so they're like we gotta get out of here we've been found out and so they go to leave and they jump down like a chute and then they wake up and they're um they're like halfway across the world in in China and they're and they've been kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe and they're like, how'd you do that? And he's like, when you slid down that slide, it was actually like had holes in it so that the light would flash in your eyes and you'd get hypnotized. And then now, then we put you on a plane and flew you here and you woke up here. Oh, I was going to say, at, at, at least they explained it and it yeah. wasn't just like, magic too. <laughs> no. So Daniel Radcliffe is this former business partner of that phone evil man. Right. Um, and everybody thinks that this Daniel Radcliffe guy is dead, and he's pissed that that, um, that everyone thinks that that he's no. 
He's I'm not dead. Guys. <laughs> no, he, keep telling, I'm he right faked here. his death. He faked his death so he can hide out, guys. Oh. Because he's the former partner of the of the phone dude and he's like he stole my idea and now I need you. I'm going to force you to go like steal his super super special chip so that I can have this like da- data mining device that he's got that was my idea but now he has it. So they're like, I guess we have to do it because you have us here and you're the only way that we can get back. Uh-huh. So they go to a magic shop and they get all this equipment and then like they end up having to they end up <laughs> they having just to get s- it from your generic magic it's store. It's like the magic shop. Oh, really? Oh yeah. the magic it's shop. It's like this oh, is the wow. one. Oh, it must be actual magic it then. It's like the world's greatest <laughs> magic shop. And in the back it has all like famous magicians like magic things. <laughs> in like the like, magic Johnson in the warehouse. So they eventually ending up end up having to spring Morgan Freeman's character out, um, who Mark Ruffalo blames for the death of his father. Yeah. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, going through the Wikipedia here just to get to the end. So eventually they have to like go in and steal the device. This is the big, uh, the big heist scene, and they put the device. It's like a little computer chip on like a a, a playing card. And they're trying to get out through, like, a metal detector, and they're throwing the card at each other, like, behind, like, trick shots, like, phew, phew, into your sleeve, behind your back, on, in your hair. Is it a computer card? Phew, phew, oh, it's a computer card. And it's it's so stupid because they keep throwing it to the person that's about to be, um, like, pat-searched. Yeah. So, like, they're being pat-searched, and he's got it, like, in his sleeve, and we've got shots in his his sleeve of it, like, floating around and going down his pants and, like... (laughs) And like, oh, whoa. and like, it goes down Sorry, the leg I of a pant. Jump back on board. This goes, is what we're doing like with down, our technology. Goes down the, the leg of his pant, like onto a shoe, and then they like flick it onto each other. But like every time they flick it to someone, <laughs> they're about to get searched. And I'm like, wait. Like once one of you has been searched, just keep it on you. Yeah. Don't flick it to the next person in line to be like, don't searched. be a hero, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> So that was really stupid. It made me really mad. Um, eventually, they get all that out of there. Blah, 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 and it turns out in the end that, like, uh, Michael Caine is actually the dad of uh, Daniel Radcliffe. And they end up having to do this big, big, like, dance number heist. I wish. <laughs> nice. I wish. They end up doing this big heist thing where it's like they have to. Um, do all of these magic tricks in in London to like get them to try and come get them so that to the, prove that magic is real. Them. No, there's no none of that in this movie. <laughs> but they have to like get the attention of the bad dudes um, uh-huh. so that they can like ev- eventually thwart them. Great, and they do that by like the bad guys think that they've kidnapped them and take them on a plane to fly them away, and it turns out that they were in on they the the horsemen actually had tricked them all along and and the plane isn't even flying and they like drop the walls and they're like we're actually on the ground and you Mm. threw us out of a plane that was on the ground and now all the cops are here to arrest you (laughs) anyway (laughs) and then there's a whole other reveal because this movie this movie is all about layers of reveals so there's another reveal at the end where it's like actually the eye was in on it all along and you're like this is stupid yeah you weren't even watching this movie you've been watching cars too (laughs) yeah (laughs) i wish Anyway, the big thing that I've been holding back in this movie from you guys, because it's a mind blower. Yeah. Did you know that Woody Harrelson plays a dual role in this movie? Nope. And he has a brother How who is like a frizzy haired, like perfect. They've like niced up his teeth yeah. and he's like a wackadoo, like comic character going uh-huh. like, Ooh, oh, I'm the brother. And he's like doing like little like, <laughs> like, like a bit the whole movie. Really? And his 
fucking crazy. <laughs> I, and like, it's Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's and great. And so it's kind of awesome, but it's also like, the fuck are you doing, movie? <laughs> <laughs> like from get from word one, you're like, what? Are, like he's being a clown. He's like yeah, doing yeah. a kind of like, I know where you're going. Ooh. You're like, what? Yeah, is this character? And was, why didn't they get Johnny Depp? It was <laughs> fucked up. It, it is. It might as well be a Johnny Depp character. Wonderful. So that, I had that to say. Then I also have to say, Lizzie Kaplan mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yes, she I, is. I love She is such a great. Actor, yeah, and she's so funny, yeah, and it saddens me to see her in this movie, yeah, and she is doing her best to counteract this movie's, uh, like I, w- I want to say vaguely, but it's not so vague, but like sex sexism, yeah, it has that kind of like I'm the woman, so I have to be the love interest, and there's all these kind of like things that movies do that are 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 sexist, but it's just a- accepted, and she's very much trying to push back on it. In the way that it makes me feel like she's just trying to save this character. Like, it almost feels like it wasn't in the script and it was just a decision that they all made. Yeah. To be like, somebody will ask her, like, we're on motorcycles now. Are you going to be okay? And she's like, you didn't ask everyone else that. Like, just... <laughs> and it's like, I get that you 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 are really trying to save this character. But the movie, the movie is still doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're commenting on how, like... I'm one of the horsemen. Don't talk to me like that. And it's like, but they also are just continuing to treat you like the love interest yeah. for no reason. And at the end of the movie, her and James Franco, like, make out. Dave Franco. And Dave Franco. And make out. And you're Ray like. Scott. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, there was no, no chemistry here. Right. You had one scene where you guys were like, hello. And They're then just at the, the end of the movie, they make people out. in the movie. Yeah. So and it's uh, like, you'll probably get boners yeah. if you watch them make out. So yeah. it, it really, it was like. It really hurt because I'm like, you are such a great, hilarious, comedic performer, and you're doing good in this movie, and you're trying to save this character from what the movie is doing, and it's it's just like upsetting. You're just like, this movie is such a sausage fest, and you are great. So I don't know. This movie was garbage. It was so stupid. The heists make no sense. But I will say, um, I like the first natural na- National Treasure movie. I've mentioned that a lot. I like a good, stupid movie. And I feel like this is basically Fast and the Furious with magic. And I like the Fast and Furious movies, but I can kind of understand why yeah, this has an audience. Is, cars are cool. Yeah, but magic is that's not my cool. point, right? That's my point, because I love a good explosion and I love a good car flying off a cliff. But there are like a millions of people out there that love a good, like, stupid magic yeah. show. And even though this movie doesn't actually have any, like, impressive magic in it, people are going out to these in droves to see the dumb characters that they love. In the same way that I'm going out to these equally stupid movies, and I would argue there's a lot more talent involved in those stunts, but they're equally shitty movies. Like, they're all just dumb, but I love them for it. So I was kind of like, this movie's made some money. So it's like, I guess there's an audience out there for these, like, frothy, dumb heist movies that they... They, that make no sense, and yeah. that's fine. Sure. But it's just it sucks. <laughs> the movie's garbage. <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy I didn't have to see. Yeah, I'm so glad that. And it's else like two this. hours and ten minutes. It sucks. Oh god. Yeah. Jeez. So uh, yeah, I, I don't understand what they were going for, but they did it. I mean, it's like. But when I watch it, I get it. It's like cool. I get it. Yeah. But magic is cool. I love magic <laughs> shit. 
Like I literally like I'll watch like I'll watch like Ricky oh, J videos and shit and like yeah, right. cool sure. like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be impressive. Like, it's fucking yeah, it cool. Can be it can be impressive, but I don't think it can be a backdrop for a big crazy awesome heist or I think no. it could and if they and if all the magic is computer fucking yeah, generated. That's, the, that's if, so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like if 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 it was like clever little situations that somehow the magic got them out of it or could be explained as like oh this was like yeah. like a whole yeah. clever Rube Goldberg situation. Yeah, like part of me wants as to opposed say, to just and then they disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> magic tube. Which they don't really do, but there is like like I, I part of me wants to say oh the way they should have made this movie is you have all these magicians and and they have to pull off heists so much like FX you have a special oh, man, effects a dude movie. and he's got to pull off like a real assassination then uses tricks of his trade yeah like that's how I want to say they should have done this but of they should but they shouldn't have because these movies make a lot of money yeah I guess that's yeah. exactly what they did Great. and now they fucking who and cares they'll be cherished forever yeah. I just By, hope the next one yeah. they introduce a ventriloquist or something. <laughs> um, yeah, tell me. So tell me. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Greg gave us an album. Yes. Oh yes, you did. Yes, yeah, tell me. By Lincoln oh. Park. Lincoln Park. Hybrid Called theory. Hybrid Theory. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a theory, all right, because yeah. it don't work in practice. Oh. oh! <laughs> I wrote this that been an episode of working on bits. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an episode of I thought of that earlier and wrote it down. Ah, <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So this album. Mm-hmm. This was at what two thousand? Uh, yeah. Sure. Sounds like it. I'll I'll get the um uh-huh. the info up. Yes. Why did you give this to us, Greg? Did you have because a you gave us be- Good Charlotte? Okay. Yeah. There's things that I've had floating around out there. Good Charlotte was one of them, and I got yeah. burned by not de- dealing it. Yeah. And I needed something as bad as Good Charlotte, but also like I don't want to fucking ever have this come my way. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that was uh, why <laughs> came out October two thousand. Yeah. Um, this had some hits on it, some big hits. Big. There was a couple songs in here that I was like. I remember this now oh, being yeah. everywhere. Yes. But this was um, one of the big uh, rap rock bands of the aughts, of which rap there rock. were a few. Rap rock. Rap rock. So I'm trying to scroll down their lengthy fucking thing here to get to these song titles. Yes, All right. Well, we start out, I think, with a song called Paper Cut. Yes. Yeah. Now, I um, didn't buy this album, full disclosure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Spotify'd I, it. Um, I watched it all on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, and you really should to get the full effect. And videos. You really should watch the yes, videos, guy. because the, <laughs> I watched guys, a couple of them. A bigger collection of wieners <laughs> you could not find. <laughs> the little guy that's rapping, yeah, Chester. Uh, no, no, not, no. The he's the guy. same the one who screams about being so sad. Yeah, <laughs> you look at him and you, and he's like singing about how. And you're like, you've done community theater. I know it. I know you did when you were 10. You did. So did I, Chester. Don't, you know. Don't twist it. It's cool. It's not cool. Yeah. So. But, you, but you did it. And then you dyed your hair and put it in a little twisties. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still wearing his glasses from high school. I don't know which if is awesome. Paper Cut was one of the. I, I went and I, I did watch a couple of the videos. Yeah. But One Step Closer was a huge one. Yeah. I don't want to break. And so was Crawling. <laughs> crawling was like the other huge. Oh, yeah. Like the crawling in my skin. Oh. <laughs> but we'll not go now. <laughs> Or whatever he sings. He, uh, <laughs> sweet approximation <laughs> of the lyrics. I forgot about that one. That's great. Uh, but the, the rapper guy, yeah. like, he looks like a guy who would 
be very polite to your mom. <laughs> like he looks like just like, they just look like little wieners, and he's just like. I'm rapping about things of rap, 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 and I'm rapping over here, and now I got a shredded collar. Uh, but he's just this little fella. He's rapping along. It's so great. But they're, they're, the rest of their videos are fucking, like, well, 2000, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's all this vaguely sci-fi. Like, yeah. There's a lot of CGI, but it looks like that Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. It looks like Spirits that, yeah. um, but not as good. Yeah. Uh, Crown, <laughs> <laughs> nice game. I can't remember if that was the video, but there was a point. I think it was Port Authority has an points of authority sci-fi or points of uh, authority. points of authority. Oh. <laughs> excuse me, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Track four, three minutes and twenty seconds. Points of authority. Yeah. Written mm-hmm. by Linkin Park. Sorry, but it was crawling where I was like, okay, any goodwill this is, like, any, like, oh, look at these little idiots. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just hate this now. You didn't think that, like, Kerrang, this was one of the 50 best rock albums of the 2000s? Oh. You didn't think, like, uh, the book 100, 1001 albums you must hear before you die, that this is a 1001 album anyone must hear, hear before they die? Oh. You didn't uh, think like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're reading that, that wrong. Like if you hear be... this too much, you will die. No. <laughs> like you didn't think ring. like the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that it's one of the definitive 200 Ugh. albums. I guess they're talking about. Gross. No, I didn't. Uh, it's it, because like there are those the hits that I think I only hear as being catchy. Like not that they're catchy, but they're like like I feel like I hear them as being catchy because I've heard them a couple of times before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh the, you know, like there, there's some sort of familiarity. Well there. you listen to it and then you understand why the two thousands were such a weird time for music because you had all of these people that were like between these generations wanting to find something to like think that they were feeling. So all this <laughs> music that was just kind of like not goth, but not hard metal or hardcore, and not like rap, and it basically like they didn't have a defining type of music, so they just right. took everything and put it into one shitty package, and had like these flashy videos, and they're like, "This is our generation now." But the like, thing is, I understand they, they, why it was popular. Instead it just of sucks. instead of taking the best of all those genres they or take all of worst. those elements, they don't just take the worst. It's like if we put enough things into a band. That yeah. is what will make it good. So they have a DJ, but the DJ sucks. There's there's nothing going on. Yeah, he just goes interesting. Fitcha, 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 once yeah, in a while. it's just wiki wiki wiki. Um, and then and then they have a guitar. The guitar lines are some of the worst. Like it's just this uh, this by rote. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there, there's nothing impressive or interesting going on guitar wise. And then the rapping's terrible and the singing is terrible. But it's like, well, it's not that these things are bad. It's just that we have so many of them yeah. that you're confused because there's a zillion things going on <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, and now the guitar is just playing two dumb notes. Yeah. But this guy over here is rip, rip, rubbity, rub, 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 rub. <laughs> this guy's over here. And there's a turntable guy. Yeah. Right? And he's the worst. Wiki, but... wiki, wiki. Yeah, wiki. <laughs> DJ Wiki, wiki. Yeah. Um, but it's just all going on at the same time time so it's like this sensory overload for yeah. these hormonal go, teens they who scream are just shut like, up at you in one of these songs shut for like up when I'm talking to you yeah yeah shut up <laughs> to, be, to be fair <laughs> when I heard that I did nah fair enough yeah. wiki wiki shut up yeah. <laughs> shut up wiki wiki <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Oh, oh delightful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I bet you guys would love to get away from this genre a little. <laughs> oh, fuck off, man. <laughs> and I don't want to sound like a broken wiki wiki record. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm going to keep us on this little journey here. Yeah, sure. All right. Because I, I don't believe we've done this album yet. Mm. Um, how do you guys feel about Nookie? Oh, God. Oh, I do it all for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you guys feel about breaking stuff tonight? Because oh, uh, Limp Bizkit put out Significant Other around this time. Yeah. So guys, big... when I pack my lunch, I pack a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> a motherfucking chainsaw. <laughs> Let's get uh, your ass raw. Um, featuring Les, Les Claypool from... Uh, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From Primus. He's on one of these songs. Yeah. Uh, What's this album called? It's called Significant, Significant Other. Other yeah. Their second album. After oh, really? $3 bill, y'all. Yeah, which I did own. Yeah. Yep. I owned, uh, <laughs> I owned it That's, as well. Uh, yeah, fucking Jeff Collier got me into it. And like, yeah. yeah, all right. And then, all right, blame Collier. And I will. That's where I got it from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Limp Bizkit, significant other. It was Let's a dark find time out what's going on here. It was hard it to was, find things. And we were, we were, you know, trying, we're young, trying yeah, everything. Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. I think so, I owned a corn album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People, I was not into any. I, I did try Limp Bizkit when they first came around. I had a friend that had $3 Billio or yeah. whatever it was called and he was think he was like trying to get me into it and I tried. Yeah. And I, I think I owned it at one point. Yeah. And I and I think I liked it like for a minute. I was like, sure. okay, yeah, heavy music. <laughs> yeah, this guy's angry. Yeah. He's <laughs> covered that Faith song. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So enjoy this one. Nope. His guitar <laughs> doesn't have any eyeballs. <laughs> forgot about that fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. What a weird band this is. Oh, I just yep. thought of something. I kind of hope I lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, are you going to give us Wes uh, Borland's solo album? His or solo album? Uh, Didn't we actually do his solo album uh, once? I, I feel know. like we Didn't might we? have. I was worried that animals? we had already done this. I couldn't yeah. remember. I also, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was thinking, like, I'm going to give these guys a Smash Mouth album. And then I was like, did we do a Smash I, Mouth Yeah, album? I gave you, you gave guys a, a new Smash one, Mouth. Though, yeah, right? yeah, the new one, Because I, I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang, and they were talking about Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about how, actually, that <laughs> album. Like, and then they put on clips from it, and Scott was like, never mind. All right, I'm uh, sorry. I might be wrong. All right. <sighs> yep. Uh, get, grab your significant other and listen to this album. I want to know what they think, too. Oh, fuck um, me, man. So let's get rolling. We're going to roll for a movie this week. The big release this week is Independence Day Resurgence. We're going to we're rolling for Independence Day versus so, Independence Day? Independence T apostrophe S. This is the uh is this an asylum thing? Ooh. I believe so. There we go. This is the asylum. I mean, it has to be right. The asylum. Ooh, sweet, we're rolling on the number of the beast. Yeah, right. asylum mockbuster. They've done this thing again where they timed it so that their version comes out like a month <laughs> or so before the new uh, the new film. Yeah. So we're gonna go watch Independence Day, as in the it's the independent. Ap- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apostrophe S. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> their day. Yeah. Versus Independence Day Resurgence, right? Which looks pretty fun, but yep. I don't know. Probably pretty stupid, but yeah. whatever. We'll I really want to see it. Totally. All right. You really want to see it? You really want to roll first? Okay. Okay. That's a six. Six. All right. Here I go. 
That's an eight. Oh, that's an eight. Oh, six and eight. Yeah. Oh, boy. That is a seven. seven. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, yeah. Greg. It's, it's sitting on a cord. What happens if I... No, it's not. <laughs> it's it stays on seven. seven. God. All right. Well, is this thing in 3D? Probably. Like see it in 3D. Yeah. No. All right. Independent today. Lost with a six. Yeah. That's yeah. garbage right there. It's a high roll. <clears throat> oh, high rollers. Right. It is time yeah. for another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad It's the OC. <laughs> I am. <laughs> California. Yeah, here we come. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> winky, 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 when I'm talking winky. to you, shut <laughs> up. When I'm talking to you, you shut up. Where okay. have we gone with this <laughs> Get out of my room, Mom. <laughs> you sound like I'm Gallagher rapping. <laughs> I'm ripping, rapping. Rapping with my friends, Mom. I'm ra- Mom, I'm rapping. You just shut up. All right. Say hi to Grandma for me. <laughs> <laughs> this Pull the right shovel or lawn. <laughs> Why is he shoveling her lawn, I wonder? <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on with her lawn? <laughs> uh, this is episode three yeah. of the OC, Mm-mm. The Gamble. Gamble. This episode opens in jail with oh. Dirty Ryan uh-huh. meeting yes. Mr. Eyebrows. <laughs> Oh, right, because, yeah, he went got locked up after yeah. uh, they burned down the model home. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Him and his newfound friend, so, Luke. Luke is allowed to leave the oh. the uh, the jail. Because they saw his uh, puka shell necklace, yeah. and they're like, you can't be all bad. Nobody with a puka shell necklace could be evil. <laughs> why, is he, why is he getting out? I'm sorry. This is just how we do things in the, in the OC, OC, bitch. bitch. <laughs> um, Luke is allowed to leave because it was an accident, and he has no priors. Oh. Fucking rich bastard gets to leave Shit. while... Dirty Ryan dirts it up in jail. Yeah. Um, well, he was just there like yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. So yeah. he has to go and stay in juvie. Right. So they, because of this, they take him to like juvenile juvie. Juvie. Juvenile, juvie. juvenile, juvie. juvenile or juvie for short. Uh, and all the hardcore like juvie dudes are in there and they're like, we're going to fuck you up. By the way, juvie I'm dudes, definitely starting a, a band movie, called yeah. juvie, dudes. <laughs> juvie dudes. Yeah. And so they're like, we're going to fuck you up. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's the most delicious gum. Yeah. <laughs> Juvie dudes are going to kill you. Um, so now Adam Brody is still mad that he can't um, he can't uh, let what's-his-name get out of jail and stay at the house. Right. He's like, why can't Dirty Ryan stay here? And his parents <laughs> are like... I want my friend back. His parents are like, we're not here to be his parents. And he's like, but I want you to. I want to keep him. Yeah. Can I keep Dirty Ryan? <laughs> I'll take him for walks. He's got a very own scumbag. <laughs> I'll feed him. I'll take him to the bathroom. <laughs> so then we go, we cut back to Juvie. Dirty Ryan is getting uh, his food in the cafeteria, and someone smacks his plate. And then, and then like, puts a fork Plate's near his smack. neck like he's going to like slice his neck open with a fork like... Nah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, but he shoves it in there real close, and so it's supposed to be scary, and he's like, yeah. next time I'm going to eat your neck. <laughs> yeah. He's like, watch out for me. <laughs> next time I'll bring a spoon. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to the main the main house. Yeah. Uh, Adam Brody's house. Yeah. Who I refuse to call anything but Adam Brody. Sure. Yeah. So all of these like older mom ladies show up at the main house to plan some kind of event. It's like casino night or something. Yeah. Hence the title, The Gamble. Right. So Adam Brody, Seth, sneaks out with his skateboard to visit Dirty Ryan. But on uh, his way out, he gets caught by uh, by mom. Uh, She's like, we dropped the charges. What more do you want? 
And uh, Seth is all like, come with me, how about? And she's like, these annoying <laughs> ladies got to go, and then I'll come with you. And uh-huh. then that's that scene. Okay. Because she's kind of rolling her eyes at all these Wait, ladies. Wait, he's going to go hang out with his friend, and he's bringing his mom? Yeah, well, he's like, come to the jail for a visit. <laughs> oh, he's going to the jail? Yeah, oh, he's still he's in still jail. Juvie. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. Get, with a fork in his neck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Summer... Yeah. Whose name I had to look up because I'm meeting all these people for the first time. Yeah. yeah. That's right. She's trying thing on. She's Rachel Bilson. Is she yeah. still wearing a tiara? <laughs> no. All right. She's trying on some clothes at some girl's house who I don't know because I don't know the names of these characters. Yet. Right. Seth shows up and tells her about visiting Ryan. She's going to go visit Ryan. She agrees. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote down Marissa, I guess. Yes. Which I think is this girl's That's house. Misha Barton. Yeah. yeah. She talks like this. So... <laughs> Kirsten, which I believe is the mom. Oh, good. I, I couldn't figure her name. <laughs> sees sees how Could've unpopular Dirty Ryan is at Juvie Hall uh-huh. after he gets like beaten up because some some like skeezy Juvie dudes are like <laughs> catcalling the mom, being like, "Hey, baby, check out that ass." And Aren't like they a bunch of teenagers. No, these are like some pretty like. Um, old juvies, These older are the oldest juvies. juveniles you've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> this is some thirty-eight year look, old. Juveniles. They look pretty gnarly, <laughs> and they're like yelling some pretty like. I was surprised that, the, like like you guys were saying, with the people getting called queer all the time, I was yeah. like, damn, they're, like, really going after this mom. Yo, baby, that ass is queer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, he's like, let me look at that ass and, and all this shit. And it's really upsetting. And apparently there's no guards there. Nobody cares <laughs> that these juvie dudes are, like, assaulting this woman. And then yeah. so Dirty Ryan is like, fuck that you. That is the best come on I've ever heard. <laughs> yo, yo, baby, let me look at that ass. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no. Um, but yeah, so then Dirty Ryan like goes over and beats the dude up or like gets into a tussle with this juvie dude. And they're like, get out of here. And then so they have to leave. And then... Um, Kirsten's like, I'm all worried about him because he's so unpopular and he's going to get killed in here. But then she's also like, but I don't want to adopt him. So, goodbye. Goodbye. So the only way to solve the problem is to find Ryan's mom. Dirty Ryan has a mom and they need to find her. Her name's Dawn. She'll figure this out, they say, I assume. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, Seth and Dirty Ryan talk about what happened with Marissa in the house before the fire. And Dirty Ryan is pretty cagey about it. Because Uh. I guess they had a little almost romantic moment. Right. So now Kirsten has to take Ryan to set up the casino night because Sandy Eyebrows has to leave. (laughs) (laughs) He's a henceforth be known as Sandy Eyebrows. So Uh Marissa and Luke are also there. I'm saying all these names and I vaguely remember what they look like. Yeah, I know what's up. So Marissa wants to talk to Luke, but he's still mad at her because of what happened at the house fire. Ryan apologizes for what happened. Dirty Ryan trying to do right and wants to take back... What he said at the model home, and but Marissa agrees with it with what he said. She's like, "No, you're right. We do have this thing or whatever." And he's like, "I take it back." So now some dude at casino night, they're setting it up, and he's like, "Hey, Dirty Ryan, I don't like you, and we're gonna be any enemies now on this show called the OC." Oh man! No, oh. he got uh, very specific. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know this guy's name yet. Maybe yeah, I, okay. I might write it down later. I don't know. Uh, but he just comes up and he's like, we're we're in a fight now because that's the dramatic thing to do. Yeah. So Sandy Eyebrows overhears Julie bra- blaming him for bringing Ryan. Julie, I guess, is one of the other moms. Okay. And she's like, Sandy Eyebrows brought Ryan, a criminal, <laughs> near my house. And And Sandy Eyebrows is like, Ryan's from Chino, not far from where you grew up, Julie, in yeah. Riverside. Yeah, you bitch. Julie. Yeah. 
Riverside bitches ain't nothing but skanks, yeah. yo. So Julie goes home and uh, expresses to this Jimmy dude, who I believe is like her husband or something. Jimmy dude. Jimmy oh, dude. Jimmy dude. It was awful. Yeah, he's eating chips on the couch. And she's like, she's like, uh, yo, uh, Sandy, fuck that guy. He brought that Ryan thing around. <laughs> that Ryan thing. Yeah. The, the writing on this show is scintillating. Yeah. She's like, I don't think they should be bringing this Ryan thing home. <laughs> what did Jimmy Dude say? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Dude is like... Jimmy Dude put his chips down. No, Jimmy Dude's like, hey, leave, leave Kirsten alone because she's paying, she's paying our bills because of something that happened at work. <clears throat> wait, and, what? Oh, yeah. wait. Is, hold, is hold Jimmy Dude Are we Tate talking Donovan? about Tate Donovan here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is his name Jimmy in the show? <laughs> Jimmy Dude. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Dune, Jimmy Dune, sausages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, here's here's my exact note. Here's my exact note. Jimmy is like, "Hey, leave Kirsten alone because she is paying the Cooper's bills after some problem at work." Kirsten is like, "You went to her for a handout." I dislike this turn of events. Yeah, oh, okay, so totally then yeah, that, that's uh, that's T Don's. So. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's he's Jimmy Dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's old Jimmy Dude from now. <laughs> old Jimmy Tates. Yeah. All right. Private investigators find <laughs> Dirty Ryan's mom, Don. So Sandy Eyebrows goes and checks uh, checks in with her at a laundromat where she works. And he's like, you're coming with me to the Coens to meet up with Dirty Ryan. They yeah. have a big dinner. And Ryan is like, hey, mom, you ruined my life. And he gets upset when uh, his mom, Dawn, keeps bringing up their old lives. And he's like, that was the past. And then uh, Dawn, his mom, is like, you know what? I'll give you a better life if you let me. And then Ryan is touched and is willing to take the first step. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kirsten and Seth invite Dawn to the party after Ryan and Dawn have a nice walk. We are at Vegas night. Don is okay and does not drink when Ryan is there. But when he leaves to talk to Marissa, she starts drinking. So there's like, oh, no. Oh, His shit. mom, Don, shouldn't be drinking, but she's going to. Um, In the AM, she's fine. But once she becomes yeah. PM, Don. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too soon. Luke, <laughs> Luke is upset uh, that Marissa left Holly. Holly's to go to the they model home. Real. Ryan assures Luke that Marissa chose him. Uh, Luke seems to believe this and goes back to Marissa again. So a bunch of stuff happens at the casino. That's pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. The luckiest guy turns out to be Seth. I don't know why I wrote that. Or maybe it, <laughs> I was just going to say, wait, was I part, supposed to be following a lucky guy? I, while I was watching this part of, I, I was caught, I was, I was writing down what I was watching. And then when I was done watching it, I went to like the OC description to like get the fill-ins on the, because <laughs> right. I couldn't write fast enough. So Seth um, gives Summer good luck and finally earns a moment with her. Yeah, that's probably pasted from the other thing. Uh-huh. Um, Seth is Adam Brody and he loves Summer. Yeah, he yeah. loves Summer and it's like, he oh, he finally gets her. his little like kind of moment with her. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. She meanwhile, seems like a, like a bag of hammers, though. Yeah. Yeah, she seems like just persona non grata. Just, yeah. yeah. She's just there to wear a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. So Julie uh, reveals to Sandy Eyebrows about that loan stuff, and he's like, oh. I don't like this. No. And then he's like, you should have discussed How it with me. How much money did you give to Jimmy Dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give money to Jimmy Dude? And she's like, it was only a loan, so don't worry. And hey, um, man, it's Jimmy Dude. <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy dude's good for that shit. Let me look at that ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Jimmy dude ain't no Jimmy dude. 
Jimmy goes to apologize uh, to Sandy, but Sandy's or he goes to apologize to like both of them because he's like, listen. You guys found out about this loan, and it has messed everything up. But Sandy's like, you interrupted our private conversation, and I'm pissed off about it. And they all they all break and leave. So Don starts having bad luck um, and cannot refuse the alcohol. So she's slipping. So she's yeah. not – she like, when, when she brings up their past life and, and Dirty Ryan gets upset, it's because, like, his past life with her, it was like, oh, she's an alcoholic kind is of deal. Is she not – is Don, his mom, Don not with – um, she, She's not with her deadbeat boyfriend anymore? I don't believe so. She's, right. I don't think she's been a character until now. Oh. No, she was in the first episode. Yeah. Oh. She uh, she kicks out Dirty Ryan. Because yeah. they made it out like, we got to find Don. we got to get private investigators. I thought, like... Well, yeah, because, she, because at the end of my episode, okay. he goes back to the house to yeah. try to reconcile with his mom. And yeah. the house is abandoned and they're gone. Right. Okay. So I don't know if they're... It, I don't know. Okay. Probably not. All right. But... Things are going bad, and she's on the alcohol. Yeah. Nice. Kirsten's like, don't drink too much, but she's like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. Bitch. Kirsten. Bitch. Um, Don uh, basically ends up ruining the opportunity to have like this start with Ryan because she ends up getting super drunk and falling over, and they're like, oh, how dare she? So she leaves Ryan uh, with Kirsten because she's like, this is like... A real mother. I'm a I'm a mess, and you deserve something better. So you should stay with Kirsten. And then she uh, like takes off. Oh, so it's a big dramatic moment. Done. And then the end done. of the episode. <laughs> so done. The end of the episode is Kirsten finally allows Ryan to stay at the house. Uh. And even though Don is is gone, Don gone Don. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan is like maybe I will find happiness in this crazy little place called. The Orange County. Bitch. And then he looks at the camera and he <laughs> says, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and right. that is the episode. Tell me about your the jams. Gamble. Tell My jams. The yeah, there were not jams. many jams. Fair enough. So I wrote down the jams. No motherfucking okay. jams? Opening titles. Yeah. Phantom Planet. Right. Obviously. Uh-huh. On every list. Everyone. Wanna Be Happy by Brooke. Brooke. Sing, sing, sing with a swing. <laughs> By James Horner. Okay. Sorry, by Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> and Rain City by Turin Breaks. Uh-huh. And I don't remember any that of them. It? That's it. Oh, one of our, three one of our songs. listeners right. said that that song was all right or something, or was maybe the best on the episode. Oh, really? I feel like it was Tony D'Amico. Oh, yeah. yeah Tony uh-huh, was saying yeah. he's going to uh, listen He plowed through quite a bit of yeah. the O.C. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like he's rewatching it because uh-huh. I think yeah. he, he had mentioned that he was a, yeah, okay. a big right fan on. before. Yeah. Very good. So I don't know. I the, I, I feel like I think of all of our listeners, Tony is the most in sync with what we do. Yeah, <laughs> Tony is the <laughs> it's best. It's almost eerie. You are great, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for following us through this OC yeah. gamble. Shemanigans. Tony's out in Chicago, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, right yeah. on. So we call them all Chicago. I feel yeah, like the right. music was that's pretty downplayed this episode. I didn't. I don't really yeah, know. Remember. Enough. So what's the best song? The theme Can song I again? say the theme song? I, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Sure. Then definitely the theme song. All right. The worst. Now one of you. The worst. I don't know. Uh-huh. Probably sing, sing, sing with a swing. Yeah. But one of you guys has to uh, tell us what you think. Want to be happy by Brooke? Sing, sing, sing with a swing by James Horner or Rain City by Turin Breaks? Sing, sing, sing like with a swing. <laughs> sing, sing, sing with a swing. I yeah. think <laughs> definitely sounds like Gal yeah. Olson. <laughs> yeah. Sing, sing, sing with a swing. I feel like Turin Breaks. <laughs> Turin Breaks is Rain City. Probably goes a little something like. 
Where's my umbrella? It's hey. always raining. <laughs> Why do I live in rain <laughs> city? <laughs> rain city. Ooh, yeah. Get Sunshine Bill is just two miles down the road. Why do I live in rain city? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up when I'm raining on you. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> All right. It's just Jay Leno doing uh, Yeah. Oh well, great! That is the OC Orange You Glad. It's the Orange County Corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we freshly squeezed it out for you, <laughs> and now we're gonna close it up. <laughs> do you try to think of the most awkward way to do that? Yeah. <laughs> that was another freshly squeezed orange juice that uh, a corner that we're now gonna close on up. Yeah. We'll squeeze one. We'll squeeze it close. <laughs> squeeze another one. Out we next freshly week. squeeze that orange out of our counties. It's time to pinch uh. off another episode of <laughs> Orange County Corner. <laughs> Got a fresh loaf of county. Uh, I'm sorry. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, until next week, uh, where I believe Casey's next. Yeah. Because you were the first, right? Yes. I was the the first. first. I can always be the last. Uh, Episode four, you will be watching. Yo. All right. All right. So thank you for listening. Info at modernsuperior.com. Tell us what you think of all of what's going on here. Go to modernsuperior.com and check out all the shows there. And uh, until next week, goodbye, Internet. Shut up when I'm talking to you. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Richard, goodbye. (laughs) Jimmy Dude. Jimmy Dude. (laughs) Juvie Dudes. Jimmy Dude and the Juvie Dudes. presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.